Blog Talk Radio. Damn, son, where'd you find this? You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of good music and conscious talk radio. Culture Freedom Radio is most definitely in the house. All right, all right. All right, thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Yes, sir, most definitely in this house right here. Most definitely in this house right here on this magnificent Thursday night. It is cold outside, but we are hoping that it is warm in your place that you are located, man, in the house, in the house. But we're going to talk to you today, brothers and sisters, right here on Culture Freedom Radio. I got a little topic of conversation, uh, man, we're going to talk about tonight. And the topic is, let me let me start over, y'all. I'm messing up. I'm messing up. See, it's so cold outside, I can't even get it right, y'all. Um, tonight, we're right here on Culture Freedom Radio. We're going to talk about tonight right here. Let's talk about the lies, the scandals, and the cover-ups in America's systems. Yes, sir. Let's talk about the lies, the scandals, the cover-up in America systems yeah because we just can't name just one system but you know we're going to really just with tonight we're going to deal with two systems of america and we're going to deal primarily with this uh so-called police system the police departments of america and y'all know i am in memphis where we having right now been having the whole situation going on with the memphis police department and Brother Tyree Nichols, who lost his life by the hands of the police department um, over 20-some days ago. And just on yesterday, uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton was here doing the eulogy. And not only Al Sharpton, Sister Kamala Harris. Yeah, I did say sister, y'all. I know that that came right there. Kamala Harris was here. Vice President Kamala Harris was actually here in the city as well. Um Yes, that the brother's funeral was on yesterday, as they had at the church say his home home going on yesterday. So we're going to just talk about some of those things, the situation with that, and some more things about uh, policing and just certain things as you know, scandals might even bring up about the whole thing, you know, about uh, what's going on in the uh, United States government of today. We know under the Joe Biden administration, the Trump administration, about all of these, because uh, uh, we hadn't been on in a while, y'all, about these files that they're finding these. Uh, so-called classified documents. Y'all know what they say. Those who live in the uh, glass house shouldn't throw no stones. Y'all ever heard that before? You know, because they would talk about Trump with the files that was found that his home was classified. It was getting all over him. But I be Jane Brown get down. Now they said they found some in Joe Biden's home. They found some in even old goddamn Vice President, uh, ex-Vice President Pence's home. I be Jane Brown. Ain't that something, y'all? Ain't that something? But tonight, right here, this is what we're going to be doing right here. We're going to have this discussion right here on Culture Freedom Radio. And we got the crew back in the house, y'all. Yeah, I got to say it. We got the crew back in the house. Yeah, cool. And we like cool in the game. Yes, sir. We're back in the house. Tonight, we got it right here in the house. Y'all know who's, I'm saying, it, cool in the game. <laughs> yeah, we got Brother Justice back in the house with us tonight, man. Delighted to have Brother Justice will be in the house with us on this topic of conversation on tonight. Yes, sir. Brother Justice, y'all know he is serving, 
some real justice tonight. And none other than that, man, we got the Moray David Israel, also known as Rabbi David Israel, is in the house with us as well. And y'all know who I am. I am Moray Ariya Israel, formerly known to you as Brother Sunday Night. And we will be getting into this topic of conversation, man. It's talking about the lies, the scandals, and the cover up in America's systems. Before we do that, though, I got to give y'all a little snippet of a song, man, right here. Man, Bobby Blue Bland is talking about ain't no love in the heart. Of the city. Now he said cities. I'm gonna say cities. Ain't no love in the heart of the cities. Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said I didn't want to play too much of the music. I didn't play uh, too much of the music because it's time to do what, y'all? It's time to do uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, ain't no time to waste, y'all. Ain't no time to waste. We ain't been on here in a long time. Uh, uh, well, like I said, with the uh, uh, new addition tour, the the Jackson 5 tour. Y'all, whatever it is tonight, we all back in this house, man. And we got a lot of things we want to just get into to talk about tonight. And it's a short time that we have, probably two hours. So, hey, man, just go ahead and just bring these brothers in the house. And let's get this topical conversation on. Brother David, Brother Justice, y'all mics are open, and I said peace to both of you, my brothers. Peace, shalom, and uh, whole tip, and Badagani, and all of those good salutations to you, my brothers. And welcome in one more time right here to the Culture Freedom Radio. Peace to my brothers out there. Greetings. Greetings, my brother. Peace, peace. Of the justice, the justice of the peace. Brother Ariana and Big Chief Rabbi, the Big Chief. Big Chief back in the house with me. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We got you, brother. Yes, we got you. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. All right. I would like to say shalom, shalom. Um, and um, I would like to give uh, all honor, all glory to Yah, Elohim, Yahweh. Uh, Toda to the rabbi Adonai. And uh Barokatada Nalahenu Malakha Lakim Menhaara. Uh I would like to give thanks to Yah and uh just showing all my Hebrew Israelite brothers that teach the Torah blessings and I would like to in them words we say that when we are thankful for the bread of Yah. And when I say bread of Yah, I'm talking about this Torah of Yah. So, and I would like to give shout-outs to um, Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, uh, to Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. Uh, and uh, I would like to say, uh, tell y'all 
Uh, shout out to Culture Freedom Radio. And uh, thanks to Moray, Ari Israel, my brother. Uh, it's an honor and a glory to be with you, to with two of my most uh, beautiful brothers in this truth. Uh, justice is, uh, I thank you uh, for coming in tonight. Um, brother, uh, I know we had our differences, and we have our differences, but, you know, we're still brothers, and I'm glad that we have found our way back together, you know. it's um, I, I know it's hard to say, but I kind of missed you, Justice. I missed you. Well, you know, well, thank you, Chief Rabbi. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with you all again on Culture Freedom Radio, and I respect everything y'all do with your classes that you teach and how you present what you do, and you read out of the Bible and the Torah, and you present the truth to the people. So I have no discrepancies about what you do. I really appreciate somebody able to... <coughs> you know, deliver something that comes from the book to the people that keeps them back or brings them to their morals, brings them to some truth and some understanding and how you got to use your morals and everything too. So what y'all do is a good thing for the people who get a chance to hear y'all. Y'all bring it every time y'all put a show on, especially Sunray or Aria. Every time I, you know, listen to him, he's always saying something that's really strong and really meaningful for our people. So I respect y'all, and I really appreciate, you know, I miss y'all too. And uh, I don't have any animosity about anything. I just keep it moving. And, um, you know, I I agree with uh, that song that, it ain't no love in the cities, like you said, brother Aria. Uh, I agree with that part. Ain't no love in the cities, cause all over this country, these cops and our people are not acting like they they know that they should be acting, or maybe they don't know how they're supposed to be acting. Maybe they've been convinced that they're supposed to do everything wrong because mm-hmm. of their influences. So who's to say? You know. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yes, sir. And 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 by the way, we're gonna we could speak a little bit. Oh, uh, justice. But I, I was I was intending to hit you yesterday. I said, no, nah, ain't gonna mess with him. Uh, uh, my good my good brother Al Sharpton, the Reverend Al Sharpton, was in town yesterday doing the eulogy for Brother Tyree and uh, Kamala Harris was also here. Uh, oh wow, you you squeeze. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I started to mess with Dave and said it, man. My baby here, Dave. We finna go out to lunch. But I, 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 knew, I knew I would never get to hear the end of it. So I said, no, no I know she came by and picked you up and put you in that, that presidential limo and took you somewhere and talked to you real good in private. And y'all did what y'all had to do. And you and she let you out the car and you you doing the show now. So yeah, I know you might have cheated on your wife, but it was, you know, uh, with, with, with the first lady. So you know, hey, I give you a uh, pass myself. 
Oh man, yes sir. Yeah, but I listened to it, man. You know, he 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 did speak some powerful words yesterday, and he he spoke truth to power uh, yesterday. Uh, word, and uh, I did, and and, and Kamala, I, I would say, um, and also today we're gonna get into Tyree thing, but even on today there was a, a police shooting today. Uh, actually, a police was shot today. Someone shot a police today in a library. So there's been breaking news uh, here in the city of Memphis today. I think he was a, a black police officer. It looked like it when they was trying when they was bringing him take him to the hospital. They say he's in extremely critical condition, and um, you know it was something happened with his situation. I don't want to get too much in the net. We take away too much time. Uh, but a lot of this been shooting before even the Tyree incident. There have been uh, people have been brothers been shooting at the police. Hell, uh, running over police with, with with squad cars and and I was even saying, oh man, with this stuff, uh, it's going to even get worse. Um, and there's another uh, since since the Tyree incident, just news today, they had a, uh, a brother. I don't know how old they just had a teenager. They don't say how old he was. I don't think they did. I think he might have been 19. I'm trying to pull it up right fast. But uh, that that squad, that uh, Scorpion squad, that was involved in um, the killing of brother Tyree. Nineteen-year-old uh, brother just came out. I'm gonna say nineteen because it said teen. I can't even find the story though. But said that that he had a run-in with some of those same officers, those same officers, and you know wrote down on him. And um, yeah, there it is, nineteen years old. Yeah, he wrote down on him one day and just jumped out the car. And they was in unmarked cars with, with ski masks on and things of this nature. So yeah, you don't know who the hell it, it is riding around. But it's like, but anyway, they jumped out on him, and um, but let me see, yeah, this happened in October the first, two thousand and twenty-two. They said that this incident happened, um, but he said they jumped out on him and asked him what he got in his backpack, and he said he just took out running. But when they caught up with him, they slammed him up against a fence, and he said he fell down and hit his head on a brick, you know, and put a big gash in his head, and right. yeah, but he said that some I forgot he said, but he didn't report it though. He he did not report it because he felt that uh, it might be some retaliation against him. and But there there have been several uh, incidents that have been coming up now. A lot of people have been actually reporting them about, the, about, about what this unit and some uh, things have been doing. Um, so it, it, it's real tragic, like I said, what happened to the brother. I know the world has seen the video and things uh, now about what happened to Tyree Nichols. And like I said, but we're going to say the five black police officers. We said mention it, but there is one uh, Caucasian, a European, whatever so-called white, that's involved. That, that they're showing that have was involved in that. Uh, he's only been terminated. Right now, he hadn't been charged or anything. He's only been terminated. And there's a, a, um, a there's a seventh person, but they would not show this person face, and they not sh- saying what really happened to this person. So there's actually seven who was involved in the situation. Now, we've seen the five who were beating him, but the other two, I think the, the Caucasian guy was involved, and he was in an in initial um, stop and things of that nature. So he was in the, uh, uh, he was the one who first originally tased him. Uh, but when the actual, with all that other beating, uh, he was not, you don't see him nowhere in the video when it, all that the other beating way was kicking him and punching him. He's not in there, but he's actually. Let, been let, me, let me let me let me jump in right there. Real quick. Go ahead, y'all, brother. Y'all I, jump in. I, I think I, I think I've seen a video for sure 
with the white guy hitting the man with that baton, the white, the steel baton that they pull out, make it longer, and he was mm-hmm. cracking him with that. That was in the first stop, in the first incident. Now, he might have pulled his taser out after that. See, that was somebody saying they were. I I only saw when he departed taser. Because somebody else that was saying it was. Because he. he, Was he on the. uh, Was it all five of them at the time in the video you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. The first first stop. The first. When he first stopped him, he he pulled out his baton and all like that. I didn't see that one. I, and, I, somebody uh, did that. I, I, and then I when, when Tyree got up and ran, when when Tyree got yeah. up and ran, he said, they heard the white officer say, I hope they stomp his ass. Yeah. And then yeah. they went, they probably heard him say that or something, but they might like, you know that song, showing out for the white cop? Oh, man. There it is. There you go, bro. You, 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 you dead on it now. And that's what it was, and see, because the, the, the so-called white guy was a, like I said, initial first stop. Which even the police chief said she have no idea what they pulled him over for, why they pulled him over. And but like you said, brother, he he they, I don't know, I ain't gonna say he did, but it's almost like they did the dirty work. That he said, I hope they stomp him out. Now to even make that statement, that goes to show you that that's what they've been doing going around stomping people out because you why, why would you even say that i hope that's that's right you, you know you really got fired because again that's that's not a professional thing that, that that you should even be saying i hope they stomp him out now and that's what we tell people I, i've been in incidents but i know running from the police what they'll do to you boy and look at all of them you see how tired they ass what boy when you, when you run from them that really infuriates them boy they get pissed that's do you run, oh man! <laughs> yes, sir. And, and that's another thing that probably with them that that really pissed him off because he ran. You know, you know, it, it, it's just a sad situation, man. And the corruption, like we're saying here, the, the, the lies, the scandals, and the cover-ups, and they did all of those things um, in that situation. They lied. They there was a whole bunch of scandals, and they're trying to with others and trying to cover it up, man. Here's another thing about the white cop. Now, you said that he was... Oh, Chief? Chief, let me finish saying this part, and then you jump. Chief, let me finish this part. Uh, What you were saying about uh, the white cop being, uh, what was it, fired from the job, right? Yes, sir. But not charged with anything? Not not, not of late. Okay, but once... I mean, if any attorney, you know, once it goes to court, whatever the case may be, they got to charge the white dude for assaulting the man with the baton if he hadn't done anything for him to be hit with for. So that's an assault right there, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I'm asking I would, you, Sunray. I mean, I'm asking yeah, you. I, I think it is. Yeah, because I don't know, man. It, it's difficult on this. Way. I don't know what the hell it is. Now, I don't know about the first, well, I wouldn't say about the first initial stop because we don't know what happened in the first, really what was the probable cause. See, this is what everybody's even been crumping. Everybody's trying to figure out. I'm going to hear updates. I'll let you jump in. Uh, what was the original, what was the probable cause for them pulling them over? Um, so that's a mystery there. But now we do know after the fact when they really started beating, even though, even, even though he ran, but the other part when they was beating him and kicking him the way they did, yeah, they asked 
supposed to be charged like hell. So I and the don't. The two that was doing the most damage, they the ones that talking about they gonna plead not guilty. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Dave. What you got, brother Dave? Uh, I was gonna go to a scripture. Um, uh, uh, there's a scripture, uh, Proverbs three and thirty one. It says, "Do not envy the man of violence, and do mm-hmm. not choose any of his ways." Uh, and then there's another uh, uh, scripture, uh, Deuteronomy eighteen and twenty. But the prophet who willfully shall speak a word. At in my name, in my name, that which I have not commanded him to speak, or who shall speak in the name of the gods of others, that prophet shall die. Now, the reason why I went to those scriptures is because when we're looking at the police, the black police, and I'm shocked y'all ain't really brought this up, you got to look at the black police in the way who there was, um, who black police, uh, black law enforcement, who they look up to. They look up to what you call Greeks, to the, to the Greeks, the Europeans, the uh, people who are, you know, in charge of the violence. Even when you're looking at the New Testament and, um, the New Testament, the Romans were the most violent people out there. Uh, when we're looking at the Christian Knights, which we call the Knights Templars, they were destroying a lot of the Israelite brothers and sisters in those days with Christianity. There's something that I'm shocked that y'all ain't bring up with this. Those black police officers that were uh, uh in, uh, who had something to do with that death, the Tyree Nichols, they were all a part of a group called Omega Sci-Fi. Omega Sci-Fi is a part of what you call the Black Greeks or the Divine Nine. Those HBCU Negroes hate black people. Their whole thing is to destroy black people. I have divine nine in my family, plenty of my aunts and uncles, my sisters uh, are divine nine members. My godmother is to her sisters too. I have cousins that are in that. Those black people hate black people the worst. I'm, I'm being serious. Even in, even when you look in that, uh, even if they don't get charged, because they're divine nine members, they are still going to end up in a position to hate uh, in which they'll end up with a job that will still be to hate black people. So I don't feel sorry for none of those black police officers or no black elite person because I'm going to tell you, even in the state of Virginia, we have black people who are in upper positions that are part of Divine Nine, and I'm talking about that are on city councils, who are on um, hell, who are on 
who are mayors in my in my in my state in certain parts and different cities of my state. I'm I'm telling you, they have ran over cities where they do the most corrupt shit. So for me, I don't for those black officers, if they get charged and not charged because they are have been a part of that society of divine name, black, uh, uh, bougie, I call it, organizations, they will be over black people somehow. I don't, I don't have no respect for none of those black officers and uh, any black person who are in those circles. Because, like I said, they're in my family, and they are over certain parts of different cities in my state, and they're the worst people. They're some of the most darkest people out there. HBCU mm. are trash. I know. I don't respect no goddamn HBCUs. So, yeah, fuck them officers. I must just say that. Yeah, I agree with you to hell with them. But here, here's the situation, too, though, Dave. They have already been charged, and they as is going down. There's no doubt about this, bro. They going down. They going to make an example out of they black asses. Excuse my French, y'all. But they going to make an example <laughs> out of they black asses. And, and here's the thing. Okay, bro. Even with even somewhat what you're saying about the black elites, but here's the situation. And we got to play it. We got to throw the race card in. They got to tell it like it is. And, and this is what they, what any black officers out there should see right now and recognize by the situation with Tyree Nichols situation is that everybody keep bringing up where if they were black, I mean, if they were white, this would happen. If they was white, this, they wouldn't be doing this if they was white. But here's the situation. They're not white. So just letting the, all you black officers out there know, if you think for one minute they're going to cover for you, now you've been getting covered a little bit. You've been, you have, and they've been shielding a lot of the, some of the stuff they did. Like I said, what's going on with the Scorpion unit? They have shielded and masqueraded some of the stuff they did. But on this massive level right here, they ain't gonna cover for your black ass like you said they would a white officer. They're not gonna do that. Your ass is going down. So you think some of we part of the system, but they're gonna cover for us. Okay, you better think about them five officers that's sitting there right now, wherever the hell they at. Think about it. And then cover their ass. Y'all better realize. Now, this ain't this. And even with some of you white officers, this ain't the same damn thing that, y- that y'all been getting. Because we do know it might not been getting uh, like Amber Geiger. She might not got the stiffest penalty she should. Uh, what's that? Derek Chauvin. They might not got the stiffest penalty. But see, well, but we look at it, y'all. It's a, and I know some people going to say, damn that. But it's a, it has been a slow progress because you remember go back you weren't getting you weren't getting police first of all they were not getting charged at one time then they started getting charged but then they started getting off now they ass getting charged they get they getting time and every goddamn thing and a lot of people don't remember this situation when they go back to even um uh uh our brother uh rodney uh damn what's what's the brother name brother uh rodney king uh, every every day about to come up with Rodney King. I'm finna say Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney Perry, hell, everybody with Rodney King. Wow. But, but Rodney King, see, a lot of people thought about, well, see, look what they read with Rodney King, but they don't know. Here's, 
I know the sergeant, and I think it was one other guy, if my memory serves me correct, but I know the sergeant got locked up for civil rights violation. He went to federal prison for civil rights violation. Now, I have been, you know, harsh on the civil rights movement and all of this stuff at one particular time. And I did listen, and, and it was it was due to the fact of my ignorance. What I mean about this is my ignorance, not knowing and researching things and looking at things myself. Listen to other other people. And number one, I would have to say the black power community. We know, man, fuck, excuse my language, y'all, but fuck Dr. King, them, them sellout motherfuckers, so-and-so, so-and-so. But you really mm-hmm. better pay attention, though. Pay attention, though. If it wasn't for civil rights, the civil rights thing, legislation or whatnot, we wouldn't even have a situation where Rodney King, that, 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 that sergeant, when it never went to federal prison. Notice what I said, not state prison, but federal prison for violating Rodney King's civil rights. There wouldn't have been civil a thing. Right. So when we say, man, fuck that civil rights movement, you better be thankful for that civil rights movement. Because even in this situation right now, they got them on a, they got them, uh, on a state charge right now. But they also can get federal time for violating his civil rights. So even with time, like with, with there wasn't a t- like with a uh, good brother Emmett Teal. See, there wasn't no such thing as civil rights violation with with Emmett Teal. Them folks got they walked off. They got off on that shit. A lot of brothers they got off, but now white folks can't just just get off like that no more. They, if, even if they got off, like like I said, uh, Rodney King again, those officers got acquitted on the state charges, but they ass got hit with civil rights violations. And they ass went to federal prison. They got more time in Fed than they would have in the state thing. So when we say a lot of this stuff, F this and F that, you better do your research. Quit listening to these other knuckleheads and shit who don't know nothing. There's <laughs> awful reckless out here. Man, do your homework. I'm telling you, I was like that because I was with this, all this black power stuff. I mean, fuck Dr. King. But you better look at how a lot of these things are actually protecting you, whether you like it or not. Talking about the hell with civil rights. You you actually protected. I tell you what, let one of these white officers, or, uh, even in black officers, because it, it don't exclude them because they're being brought up on civil rights charges. I mean, violation. Let somebody get upside your goddamn head. I hope it don't. But let somebody, I'm just saying the people who be saying this, if this civil rights bullshit, let somebody get upside your head and let's see what you try to file. Let's see what the, how, do you holler, did you, you need some protection from the civil rights? Let's see what you do. But y'all go ahead, brothers. All right, so I'm going to spin it back around to where Chief Rabbi came in, and he was saying we wasn't talking about how they these these officers was in, like, this clique and everything, like, and, you know, they had it in for the brother because he was a brother, and they in the clique because they, the, you know, the sorority or whatever it is. And so I really didn't know about all that, Chief. So, but what I could say is that, like, you know, when he did get up and run away, that really amped him up and made him really want to punish the boy because he got he got up and ran away from him while he was already kicking his behind. So <laughs> that pissed him off real good. But you got to look at it again, like you were starting to say, Chief, where these brothers, I, I don't even know if I can call them brothers because they didn't, they wasn't no, there's no way none of them was brotherly here. That's right. 
none of them was brotherly at any point where they said, all right, you know, that's enough. We, all right, look, put the handcuffs on. Let's pick him up, put him in the car. That's it. You're not supposed to get everything off that's in you off on this young, skinny kid. Like, so for me, if that boy, I don't give a daggone what you say, had been pulled over and had a scuffle with the cop's skin was white and he got up and ran away, would they get catch up with him and beat the life out of him? I don't think they still would do that. Mm. I think they would apprehend him, tackle him, maybe punch him once or twice or a few times, maybe something. But I don't see them just, even when he got pulled over, he was complying. They were like, get on the ground, do this, give me your hand. He did everything they asked him. He was even talking nice to them with respect. And everything he said didn't matter. Because why? Because it was some self-hate, a whole lot of it all around this boy. Self-hate. They had an end because he was darker than all of them except one of them that was real dark. Dark skin. The darker you are, the more they hate you. The more we hate ourselves and each other sometimes. When somebody's darker, you got a joke for them because they black. They dark skin. You got a nasty joke coming how we treat each other. So I understand where you was coming from on that, Chief. Like, there's some real, real pent-up self-hate that we need to release and let go of and embrace each other like brothers are supposed to, to to look out for brothers. Like, the back-in-the-day cops that got on the force that was black, like before there was any blacks on any forces, when the blacks started getting on there, that made the community feel a little more safe. Like, yo, we got blacks, we got a couple black officers now. And those black officers knew you and they knew the community, they knew what you was and how you were and they knew you wasn't some, some kind of, you know, what the whites thought of you. So they didn't treat you like that. And you looked at them like, oh, you know what, this officer, look, he, he's cool. Okay, you ain't look at them like that, and they ain't look at you like that. And then when you got pulled over something, you ain't feel like all scared back in the day when a black cop pulled you over. But now, just, you know, go ahead. Uh, I don't know how you are. I love you. I respect that opinion. But I had an uncle who was a damn cop back in the 60s, and that nigga won't shit. I tell you this, and him and some of his uh, other black cop, cop law enforcement colleagues, they were known for kicking black people ass worse than the white people on the floor. So I, I know you were in Philly, so I don't know. It might be might have been a little different, but you taught some of the old, old, old black people that were in the 60s and well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the 70s and 80s when I like kind of knew what was what. Like I don't know about the 60s, I wasn't really, I wasn't around. But when I was a young fella, the cops was cool back. And like the cops that I kind of ran into or whatever, they seemed to be kind of cool. And they wasn't into nothing like trying to do you dirty. At least the 70s, the mid 70s through the 80s, cops was to me they was all right all the way up to about 90, and then that's when I don't know what happened. 
I grew up in Detroit, and they had the big four. These, these black officers that ran around in the high drug-infested communities, and they would jump out on drug dealers. They wouldn't mess with nobody else, but they was called the big four, and the people was involved in stuff. They would be worried, like, if they knew they was up to no good, that if the big four saw them or caught them, the big four would whoop you behind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. I love you, my brother, and I'm just going to correct you. I don't know how it was. I know I got family in Detroit. Uh, A lot of my family is from Alabama on my granddaddy's side. My mom's dad's side, his family, he was born and raised in Lowndes County, Alabama. Mm -hmm. A lot of his family went to Atlanta and Detroit. Well, ask your family in Detroit about the Big Four, and they'll explain it to you. I'm pretty sure they would. But from what I knew about even with black security companies, and I'm going to tell you this because I I used to do security years ago, even when I was in in the hair industry, and I'm still in the hair industry. But because I, I was always a big guy, when I was a kid, I was big. As a teenager, I was big. I got my DCJCS and security. I'm going to tell you something. I worked security uh, for a couple of years while I was doing cutting hair, doing hair. And I did it on a side, you know, private security. I had worked for no company. Now, I started to apply for security companies, and I'm going to tell you something. Even a black security, we're known for being terrible on black people. So... For me, I was one of those guys where because I had a knowledge of self, I did not want to treat black people like shit. And there's something about about black community. When I have see black people in authority, 
for some reason, a lot of these black people are authority. When I went through security school, which was about three days, um, the white guy who trained trained up the black security officers, like I was security, and gave us our DCJCS, which is security certification. He was a white law enforcement, but he owned his own school for security, private security. And he told all the black officers, there are a couple of white boys in there, he told us as black officers, y'all going to have to treat your black, your black community worse. You're going to have to be more hard on them because your community want to try to get out of stuff because they see your skin. Now, me as a so-called Judah, so-called black American, I had, there was a couple of other black folks in that security class. Uh, the other two black guys was from the Caribbean. They had already did security or whatever, but they ain't had a security certification. They agreed with this white officer who was teaching this class. Me, in my mind, I didn't, I ain't like that shit. So the reason why my security, uh, I should say career, ain't worked, was and I wasn't really successful in trying to apply for companies because I didn't go in there with that mindset that he wanted to train the black security up with. I'm gonna tell you something. A lot of these black people who are who even with security, I've 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 seen the mindset of how a lot of these Security companies train their black uh, people who going for a security career, and I'm saying something. It's a fucked up mindset. It's it's fucked up how they try to instill that in black people. So that's the reason why I didn't really make a career out of security because I saw and how you know the white companies wanted the black security to go about handling black people and mm. hearing that when i got my security training that fucked me up especially at that time i was like no no i shook my head hearing that right. you know so well, well, well black people go ahead day can I gotta tell you about black people? If they teach black men this, or black people this, who go for training, just be security officers and security guards, I imagine what these damn white officers tell these black men who go out to work to get trained to be um, police officers. I imagine. 
So I'm going to tell you something. It's a mindset. And they know the black people who are not going to listen to that shit versus the black people who get trained for security who are going to take that. So I want y'all to look at a lot of these black people who are security, who who are not in security, but who are in law enforcement also, what their background is. Because a lot of these black security officers that I ran into, a lot of these black law enforcement who I ran into, who are successful in law enforcement security, they either Uncle Tom or they fucking come from foreign backgrounds. Mm. So with the Tyree Nichols case, I want to know how many of those brothers come from foreign immigrant backgrounds. I want to know. Because I it don't seem like none of them do. Yeah. They're like all them. They, uh, and, and some of them, I, I, well, I, I, I know some areas where a lot of them live at in this area. Uh, I don't know where they live at, but I, they was, uh, somebody was giving the addresses out and I know exactly where some of them live. Um, so yeah, but all of them look, they look, they look, you know, what we would call proceed to be black. But, but here, here's, I want to throw out something because you mentioned about, and this is, this is something as they are talking about right now. A lot of people they're talking about, we need this, we need this hard discussion, like with Al and, being crumped, I'm saying we need to have these discussion. Well, here's something that as black, I'm gonna say the so-called black community really do need to have some real hard discussions. And there's a lot of things that we are, as a so-called black community, we're brushing over. Now we can look at, and I'm not taking up for the police. Like I said, I only deal with right and wrong. I don't give a damn what side of it is. I don't give a damn about no colorism. I don't damn. I only deal with right and wrong. Righteousness is it, you know, uh, as Dr. York used to say behind the, the agreeable and disagreeable. That's my thing. But here's something we got to start being truthful about in the black community and looking at. It's a hard dilemma at the same time. It's, it's something that's not being told. Now, a group, they've been having plenty of special force units. Now, not just in Memphis, but all over the United States, there's special units that operate in several parts of the city, I mean, all over in the city. Now, even what we just mentioned, the the, uh, the Scorpion Task Force that was that that you know had that incident with Brother Tyree, but just that incident, they create these special task forces. Because somebody keep mentioning that, like uh, uh, I think that was Al Sharpton said the other day. They 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 these those units, the Scorpion Task Force, they 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 wouldn't be operating in the white people neighborhoods. They not operating in so and so. Well, I'm telling you, in Memphis, there's really not an all what you would call an all white neighborhood. Now you know you have you know what they call uh, upscale, probably middle class and whatnot, in 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 lower income areas. You have those, and hell, they got some whites. We know the Mexicans. They said the black and the brown. Uh, maybe trailer park, but 
you have a mixture now. Ain't no all white neighborhood. So you can't say all they're not patrolling like that. They wouldn't put them in an all white neighborhood or in the white days. They say white neighborhoods. There's no such thing that that happened or exists here in Memphis. I can just tell you about Memphis. I can't tell you about nowhere else. But what they're talking about, like maybe gated communities or certain parts of certain suburbs or subdivision or suburbs. And here's why. As they even talked about the Scorpion unit, a lot of these units are created to target high crime areas. Like I'm not trying to take up for the police. I'm just trying to, we're just trying to deal with facts. That's all we're trying to deal with here. Now I'm not taking up uh, for their behavior. Now there's a lot of bad behaviors, but we got to be honest. Like they have these true discussions as so-called black people. And cause they're these targeted areas that a lot of these special task force are uh, uh, created to operate just so happen to be in black communities. What, as they would say, black and brown communities. And you you look at that, and it's true. Like, I live in this, like, for, I'm just speaking for Memphis, y'all. I, just, like, I, can, I can only speak for Memphis. In the areas where all of these crimes are happening, in high crime areas, and the shootings and the murdering and the auto thefts and burglaries and all of this shit, it's zip codes you go by, a majority were, we are the majority that live in these areas. Now, when they talk about the, the scorpions wouldn't be in, in, in so-called white neighborhoods, again, like I said, there's no all-white neighborhoods where it would be certain um, wealth levels and blacks are living there too. You're right. There's not a lot of high crime. There's not a high crime areas where we might see, uh, um, as they say, white crime, uh, white communities. I'm trying to get my words right, y'all. So it's not a high crime area. So what's the use of sending out these special units out in to fight crime in those areas? Now, and this is why, again, they, they, they have these units targeting these areas, like they had, like, Memphis years ago called uh, Jump and Grab. Like, I think just you was mentioning, I think that was you, you was mentioning, they, yeah, about Detroit. Yeah, the big they, four. The big four. They had something similar, but it was more than four. They they was targeting jumping out on these drug dealers, um, and then they had something called Blue Crush. Several things, you know. So you know, we just can't. They blaming uh, uh, the city, the sister here for creating the Scorpion. But hell, they've been having different task forces here in this city. They've been having that. It just so happened these guys, and a lot of them, them task forces, yeah, they did some bad behavior type of shit. Excuse my language, y'all. But this is the the, the, the the discussions that we need to have again. If we would get on our people about this goddamn crime that they're doing. See, this is what was going on. We can blame the police. And we hate to, you know, them low-down, dirty sons of the guns that's on the police force. And, and not all of them. But you got some low-down, dirty sons of guns that's out there. But again, on another level, we got to tell Tyrone, let Ray Ray, and let Bubba them. Stop the bullshit that they doing. See, then you, you wouldn't have, this, that was what I was saying on the video. If we would stop doing a lot of the shit that we doing the crime, like here in the city right now, brother, just the other day, um, when they was having this whole thing, they was playing the video with Tyree Nichols. You know, it was going playing worldwide. They released that video. How about that same night? Now, this, now, I'm glad they didn't play this to, and people catch this and thought they were doing this to ride. They was riding for Tyree. No. 
I think the same night or maybe the day before, the next day, they broke in several stores around here. Brother, it was, I don't know how many goddamn guys. It damn it looked like 20 to 30 or 40 guys. They broke in a, 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 a cell phone store. They broke in some kind of clothing store. Man, they, they robbed them folks blind. And I'm going to tell you, this has been going on in this city for a long time. This has been going on this day. They went in one day, uh, they went into a, a Walmart out here in the area that I always go to. They had like 20, they had said they had 20 cars, 20 cars. And 22 guys went in and just ran through Walmart just stealing shit. And they even shot, uh, shot up, you know, fired some shots up in Walmart. This is in the black community, and they all were black. See, a lot of this is happening. They, they went in into liquor stores. They just been going in. I mean, gangs of people, brother. I mean, it always be over twenty some people just going to various businesses, breaking in these places. They've been stealing cars. They've been having stealing these uh, Infinities and uh, Akias. These are things that's happening. In it's the organized crime, cheap. I mean, um, it's organized crime. There you go. So the thing again, when we're talking about the bad behavior of the police, again, we need to be having the same discussion. Like they say, man, where that same energy that we having these discussions should be having these discussion about, again, how we need to straighten up our community and stop our people from doing this bad behavior, not just badass police, but these badass people who are criminals too. So that way, like I said, again, they talking about uh, defund the police. You wouldn't have to defund. You you would automatically defund the police. We cut down some of the goddamn criminal activity that goes on in the, in, in in our community. That's it, true. I mean, every motherfucker I've been that's there. That's right, true. That's right. They go in that motherfucker is not goddamn it so called innocent, brother. I've seen the shit that happens. So we need to have these hard discussions or need to not, it ain't no hard discussion. We need to start dealing with the truth because again, like I said, brother, when you start start bringing this up again it's like people want to like bring the malcolm x type of thing we shouldn't air our dirty laundry in the street well i i shit what they doing it in the street again these are the things that we need to be talking about when and i and i like al some things he was saying and but again we need to be talking to black america and say hey man y'all stop doing the bullshit that y'all are doing out here stop doing this bullshit because again and and look at it. I mean, how many videos have y'all seen where we've seen brothers getting jacked up or even sisters getting jacked up? And and, and I'm I'm saying this. Look at, and I know it may be stereotype, but I even asked the police officer this. Look at how some of them are dressed. I know it, it may be stereotyping, but you look, you see, do you ever see a video with a brother in a suit and tie or a kufi on uh, and a dashiki or uh, hell, suit and bow tie or anything of African attire or uh, even an Islamic jalabia. Do y'all see anything or, or, or culturally dressed? How how we if every video we see with somebody being jacked up, what do they look like clothing-wise? Look like what we call a hip-hopper, you know, that hip-hop cultural style, don't they? So there's even a stigmatism, and I even asked the police this. I was in a neighborhood, and, and I'm going to hear y'all brothers get back in. It was an upscale neighborhood, white and black, nice, big, hundred-some-thousand-dollar houses and shit, probably more than that. And this was a police officer living in the neighborhood. And I said, brother, let me ask you something. And we were having a discussion, and um, I said, brother, if a guy walked through here right now, I said, as an officer, I said, no, just, he's in this neighborhood. 
if a guy walked through here, a black guy right now, walked through here, uh, two of them actually, one on first, he walked through here with a suit and tie on. Y'all don't know who he is, stranger. He just got a suit and tie on, walked through here. Would y'all call the police? He like, no. I said, what about a guy walked through here, hip-hop dress, back, pants hanging off his ass, head all tilted to the side, so-and-so. I said, what you think will happen to him? He said, she is. I'm not going to call the police on his ass. I said, right. And he said, brother, you know, we, we've been taught like that in the police department. He said, they try to tell us now really not to do. He talked about that. They tell them now it was a training. They, they try to get them away from uh, stigmatizing. But I brought that up because of the point. Because, yeah, because if you go through that motherfucker, you got this suit and tie on. Oh, hey, that might be like a lawyer or a businessman. Even though I never seen him. But, you know, ain't no thief going to be wearing no goddamn full uh, uh, breasted suit and, you know, dressed, you know, really shy, looking like Farrakhan. Nah, nah, he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but he could be the crook. He can actually be the crook. And that guy that got the jeans on, looking like the hip hopper, can be an attorney. He off work. He just, you know, this is how he dressed. And he can be not doing nothing. But see how certain stigmatism and things are? Because you look at all the things that basically you see your drug dealers, how they address, and basically the crooks. Every last one of those guys in the videos, and I can tell you, they watched in and broken all of those uh, those stores and shit. Every, they look, they fit that, of as we call the hip-hop dress code. They fit that. Big Daddy Kane didn't didn't have a hip but Big Daddy Kane didn't look like a hip hop. Big Daddy Kane was with wearing suits and all that shit. That wasn't it. He didn't look like an average hip hop, but that wouldn't set him apart. But y'all pay attention to that. So the black community though needs to as we're addressing police reform, as I said in another video, as we're talking about police reform, when are we gonna reform the black community? See it's one thing to be talking about the police reform reforming police but we got to reform ourselves as well so we can we wouldn't get get all of them goddamn special it wouldn't be no need for no special units see we can stop a lot of this shit ourselves but nobody want to talk about that nobody want to address these things just let our people because like you uh like y'all was saying damn near um i think it was you a day just was saying a few minutes ago and i'm gonna shut up just because oh they you're talking about the security thing when the jetty guy told you go now, you can take that now. There's some truth to what he's saying, and there's some bullshit. It's the only, it, 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 it depends on how you take that, how you take it, because it says, again, see, a lot of people, we think just because you're black, you get a pass. And she's like, again, when people try to get to me, they start coming to me with this bull crap now, talking about, well, see, the white man, you know, he, he can go out here and he can shoot up so-and-so, so-and-so, and, and he can get away with it. They don't do him like they do the black man. If the black man went out. Now, we talk about doing wrong. See how we try to justify bullshit with doing wrong with the black and white. I mean, my thing, you know what I'm saying now is, hey, bro, no, the black man, like they talk about the beating up between the black police and white police beating somebody up. You know what? I think they ought to give the black police just as, just as much time that they should do a white officer. I know y'all probably say, oh, shit, didn't he cooning now? No, I'm telling you the truth. They should charge their ass even more as they should have charged a white guy. Why you say that, Ariad? You sound like a real slave now. No, because they want, they knew, they, they know the history. These guys know the history. They know, they see what happened with police brutality with white guys. And you have the gall. And one of them called the man brother. 
I don't know how many people y'all caught that on the video. They called him brother at the same time they beating the crap out this man. But you called him brother. Move your hand, bro. Yeah. As you beating the hell out of him. See, that's why I say it. I'm, I'm glad I the DA. I'm the prosecutor. Because I would charge the shit out of him. I would tear their mouth out they goddamn. I said, you know what? You're going to get more time just because what you did to another black man. You all the goddamn know. I'm charging them because they should have known better. It, it, he was trying it. to comply. He was trying to comply. That's why I said, I'm going to get your ass because you black doing that to another black man. You damn right. I'm going to charge your ass even more because you know the history. And I'm going to say that I, I said I was going to let y'all go. But I can throw this in there right fast. But Al Sharpton said some man, I, I, me and my wife was applauding what he said. He said something All about right. the civil rights movement and Dr. King them. I, I big up Al just yesterday. I could have gave him a hug yesterday, Justice. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Oh, but wow. He said something yesterday, brother, was truthful. He said Dr. King came to this city. You know you know what the whole si- situation with the civil rights movement. He yeah. said we have marched. People have marched. They protest, got, got beat and everything, right? So these, them, just them officers can have the ability to have the job that they got. And then look what they do once they got them jobs. Look what they did. Mm-hmm. Since they got black people fought. They got dogs put on them, got water holes, got sprayed with water holes and all of this, brother, so we can have the ability to have these type of jobs and any, any other thing that we have. Talk about equality and all of this stuff. And look what they turn around. And look what black people in leadership positions are doing, brother, as people fought for them to have these rights to do that. I mean, not to do what they're doing, but to get these positions. Like you said, that's a slap in Dr. King's face. Y'all go ahead, brother. Y'all go ahead. That's why I said I could have gave him a hug yesterday. He broke it down, man. I, I give Al uh, a applause, man. I, I like Al. For a matter of fact, I'm going to get Al this one right here. I couldn't give it to him in person. Here you go. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Wait until I talk to him next. I'm going to let him know you got a line on culture freedom. Wow. You know what, Justin? I'm going to say this here, too, bro. I'm not messing with Al Shop no more. I mean, not just for that. I'm not me- I- I- I'll am not let y'all go ahead and I might come back. I ain't messing with Al Shop no more. I'm not talking bad about Al no more. None of them no more. The civil rights. I'm not talking bad about them folks no more. Because you know what? Because I ain't getting shit passed. I ain't getting no laws passed. I ain't getting nothing done. Not me. I ain't on the front line like that, at least trying to to do what they're doing. You with the civil rights? I ain't out there doing that, bro. So I'm going to shut my goddamn mouth fucking with them. If I'm not doing nothing, getting some things done, you know what I mean? I'm going to shut my regular ass mouth, bro. I'm just, I'm just straight out. I'm not, I'm not messing with them folks. Do what they do. We might not agree uh, totally with some of the things that they, what they doing. We might not agree all the way. But, brother, I'm not bringing I'm, We're not trying to out here uh, get no bills passed, no law passed to change some stuff. If they send a George Floyd bill, I'm not out there pushing that. I can't go to Congress. I can't go to the Senate and do that, bro. So what, who the hell am I to sit back and criticize some people? It might be, some, like I said, some things I might not agree with. But who the hell am I to criticize somebody who's trying to get something passed, bro, that's going to even help me if I get in that situation. So I need to sit my raggled ass down, bro, and shut my goddamn mouth. Straight out. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you so told that to somebody that. one time on the show, but let me say this yeah. about Reverend Sharpman. Are you done, Sharpman? Yeah, do y'all thing, brother. This is on y'all now. All right. Chief, you want to go first? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. All right, so something I was going to uh, say also with this case is something that you were just saying, uh, more Ariel. Something that you just said about that, if about the drug dealers, uh, the look that you would have to have as a perfected criminal. Now, there's a show, The Wire. Some of y'all might have looked at it. Um, there was a brother up there named Brother Muazan. He was a member of the Nation Islam on the show, and he was an enforcer for Omar. Now, he was one of the toughest criminals on the wire besides Omar. He was in Nation Islam, according to the show. Now, there's truth to that that some of the criminals, some of the toughest criminals are the ones that dress up, uh, who dress up nice, like you were saying, Big Daddy Kane. Now, when I was practicing Islam, Sunni Islam, now, one of the, the guy who owned the mosque, was from Jordan. One of the mosques I went to to practice soon. Now, keep in mind, he was from Jordan. If you've seen this guy, even though he was from Jordan, he looked just like the average Arab or Middle East. He wore suits every day. I'm talking about he dressed up nice, wrong as shit. That's something I, now, that's something I want you all to look at. He had, I'm being serious with you. I ain't going to put the guy's name out there, but he was wrong as hell. He even had, he even got some of the, the big politicians in pocket. I'm talking about white ones. Chief, what made him wrong? No, I'm talking about what makes him wrong is the guy he owned all he owns a lot of these corner stores that that sell the worst shit out here. That's what makes him wrong. But do they also I'm sell about, stuff that you need and ain't that bad and you can choose what you want to get? No, I'm talking about weed, crack, drugs. He got gangs all around the stores. I'm talking about the worst shit. Matter of fact, a lot of his stores is in some of these uh, black areas. In VA. But so if, what's you the problem? Him, if you look at him, he don't dress like the average dope boy. He dressed clean cut. He got some of the biggest people 
in his corner. And he's not the only one. There's a whole bunch of Asians that are like that, that I know in the state of Virginia. So that's something that I want I want you all to put out. I, I want I have to agree with you on Moray is the clean cut. Some of the, they don't target the clean cut people. They don't target them, and some of the clean cut people are the worst. So yeah, I would have to agree with you on that, Moray Ari. They don't target the clean cut people. And who are some of the worst? So uh, yeah, I, I just want to agree with you on that more, Ray Rei. That if some of these dope, with just to get finished, I got to ask you a question. With just to get finished. All right, all right. So you done, Chief? Because I'm not trying to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was just agreeing with what Moray Ariel was saying about the wearing okay. the suits and clean cut dope boys. Okay, Chief Rabbi. Moray Ariel, I'm going to just double back again. Uh, do you think? On, on, on Al Sharpton coming to town. And, you know, he came last week and delivered the eulogy for Tyree Nichols. Actually, yesterday. And then he came to the... I, I thought it was a... Util, uh, he came last week, too, didn't he? Oh, he did something else last scheduled. week. Uh, they did a memorial last week, I think. They did the That's, eulogy. Yeah, it was, it was oh, called yeah. a eulogy. But the, the other... Uh, yesterday was the funeral. So, yeah. So he came already twice and everything. And, yeah, he... The thing about him coming to town was that... His mother and father requested that he do so. So he always would start out by saying, like, anytime I go somewhere, it's not that I went there on my own. He says it's because that family asked me to come, and I agreed and accepted the invitation. And that's all it ever is with him. So, you know, me, I don't look for some kind of way to um, find a way to say something about them when it's not necessary. So for me, I wouldn't, you know, that's me. Like, and the road that we all can walk down, which is just not what's black or white always, but what's wrong or right always. So we go with what's wrong or what's right instead of what's black and what's white, you know, like, because justice is blind, like, you know, it don't really matter. It's like the truth is what it is. So for me, it's only one absolute truth. There's no way you can look at something and get another truth from the absolute truth. And you say, this is your truth and this is your truth or this is your truths. And all. no, there's no, in my opinion, there's no such thing. There's one truth. Now let me go back again to what the chief was just talking about, about the dressing and how, uh, people who dress certain ways, they go undetected, even if they may be misbehaving or doing something criminal, if they dress a certain way, carries, carry themselves a certain way, and then you got the low-hanging fruit right there in your face. 
and they're dressed in a certain way, and usually it's the same certain way. Now, you can say hip-hop, and I'll say rap because there's a difference. The hip-hoppers had their own styles. That's plural. That's many way, many styles. No two hip-hoppers had the same style. All rappers got the same style. So these rappers are not hip-hoppers, and they got the same style, and they do the same thing. They sound exactly alike. They dress exactly alike. They rap exactly alike. They look exactly alike. Now, they think exactly alike. They want to have the mask all on their face. They want to have a scully on with a hoodie and then go somewhere and frighten people in a sense because it's really intimidating to be walking around with all of this on your face and you going in and out of stores, you walking up and down the street looking like you could be up to anything and everybody's doing it. And so this image is, is horrible for us that be given a pass to it all. This needs to go away. This walking around all masked up with a scully and a hoodie and a mask and you, you can't see nothing but your eyes. And what happens? Every time you turn on the news, you see the person who did the crime was caught on the camera. They had the mask, the scully, and the hoodie on Skinny, sagging jeans. They all got the little black, skinny, saggy jeans or just black, skinny jeans, black shoes, little little black hoodie. Everything's black. This image is horrible for us to be given a pass to. If you have a child that's 14, 15, and he was dressing like this, you don't know what's going on in his head, but you should teach him not to dress like this. There's other ways to dress. We grew up dressing, looking good without dressing like we going to be about to commit a crime. Like I said, every time you turn on the news, the person that you see that just committed the crime is masked up. It's people walking around these streets right now. They hiding under the mask because they have committed crimes. They've killed. They're hiding under the mask, walking around in plain daylight is thousands of killers walking the street under these masks, and they're proud to be able to come out the street because they ain't got to uh, hide inside the house no more or try to run to another state no more. They can hide in plain sight, and this is what the rappers are teaching each other to do. They even talk about it in the rap. They tell you, oh, yeah, you do something. Make sure you got your mask on. They can't, in court, they can't say, they can't get you if you had your mask on. They teach each other this. They say, yeah, if the other guy would have had his mask on, he wouldn't have got his life sentence. So that's one aspect of something. Then we can look at the system of the police, the police system. Now I'm looking at it like, look at these guys. The Memphis police, five black cops, maybe six, beat the man to death. 
these guys was all young, these cops. They under 31, 32 years old. What did they do? They grew up watching TV. What did they watch? Cop shows. What did those cop shows teach them? They taught them to behave like they behave. How is it that they did that? Because it shows them that they're above the law. And so look at the TV shows, what they teach the, what they teach the youth in the, in the black neighborhoods how to be. They be just like they teach them how to be on the movie or the TV. They, they teach them how to talk how they want them to talk from the movie or the TV. Black kids will do anything you show them to do because their minds is, is, is like trying to be, you know, trying to get them right, but you can teach them to do anything. So you teach them the wrong stuff watching these TV shows, they become a cop. They learn how these cops is all dirty on the force on these TV shows and stuff, and they show you how to get away with stuff and tamper with evidence so they don't get caught, and they can do anything, plant a gun, plant drugs, or they have something in for somebody. They they can get at them because they have the authority. Like you say, they get their records, they you know get the court records, get documents, they can do all kinds of stuff against the person that they have it in for because they got the upper hand. And they learned it all from TV. And so I'm just saying, like, we lost our way some kind of way when you got five black officers who none of them tried to protect the the black brother who really needed some support and some help, and one of them couldn't be rational enough to say, hey, all right, fellas, let's back off. We got him now. I'm going to put him in my car. We're going to take him to the precinct. Not one of them stood up like a man and said, all right, everybody, that's it. I got him. We got him. That's it. You know, if if they would put that shoe on the other foot and put themselves down on that ground and would need some 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 type of compassion from the so-called looking up at their own self and their own kind and their own brothers and, and kind, to say, hey, look, one of y'all, look, I need help. Somebody, one of y'all need to stop the rest of y'all from doing this to this brother. I mean, we got to look at each other like each other. See, that's what was missing there. None of them saw themselves on that ground. You see, they saw, they saw somebody who was less than a human being than less than, less than who they, what they've been watching on TV being taught how to treat black people as a black person. And black people treat black people worse than white people treat black people. Mm. And that's for sure. Man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I agree. And, and Dave, let me ask you this very fast, Dave, brother Dave. Because uh, I was mentioning about uh, how, you know, they create these units, special units, and primarily that I know of, I'm just saying, but I know, primarily they, they targeted what they say high crime areas, which predominantly be so-called black communities. Now, Brother Dave, what particular, what areas did you know, because you, you used to talk about this group all the time, what area did this group 
the task force, what group, what area you think they target or community that they target? Can you repeat that one more time? I say, okay, I'll make it short. Right? You know, you, you used to mention this group called the task force a lot of times. You know, I was talking about when the police, right, they create these special units, that's a, and they say that they're supposed to target high-crime areas. So this black group, I, now you'll correct me if I'm wrong, were they, were they a black group, the task force, and what areas did they target? The task force. Okay, you talking about the or the uh, task force with the Nation of Islam, right? There you go. Yes, sir. Now, what area? Oh, them and uh, the one that used to protect Cabini uh, Green was those was Cabini Green Black community and the one you talking about task force. What area did they uh, used to patrol and try to fight crime in? Okay, now let me. Uh, they used to protect the black community, but let me let me break something down. I'm mm-hmm. glad you mentioned this, Moray Aria, because the Nation of Islam had also a group called the Dope Busters. I'm glad you brought this out because that, that was a long time ago. The Dope Busters used to be in uh, protect a uh, place called Mayfair Mansions in D.C. And um, that's it. That's it. Yes, sir. Mayfair Mansions that was in D.C. Um, they didn't do shit for black people in D.C. And they even had one down here in VA too a branch of the Dope Busters. Um, dope Busters ain't really do shit for Mayfair Mansion. Matter of fact, they were a part of the problem. They were gangsters in suits. Mm. They were thugs in suits. So um, none of these black um, organizations to protect black communities were meant for protecting the black community. It's, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was meaning to mention that earlier. The task force also, they were uh, put there to protect uh, certain black areas of Chicago. And they were actually a young group of security for the nation of Islam in Chicago. Now, the head of the group got caught out there. Um, I ain't going to put his name out there because there's more, more to the story than what was put out there of why they disbanded that group in the nation of Islam. Um, but that group also were intended to protect um Capiti Green and uh Capiti Green and uh certain other parts of Chicago too. Like I said, the intention for these black uh security groups the intention is good at first, but 
but then they turn into wrong shit. So a lot of these black organizations to put there to protect black communities, a lot of these, they are are put there to protect certain black areas. But like I said, um, they disbanded because of the corruption that goes on. And, And I'm glad you brought that up because um, even with uh, the organization that you was a part of at one time, Moray RBS, um, the Nawabians, they had a branch also down here in Virginia that were meant to protect the black community. And they found out they had a bunch of wrong shit going on too. Um, so, yeah. Uh, to answer your question, they put they was put there to protect black unity, but then, like I said, the corruption is what disbanded those groups. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's Can why. You add, go ahead, uh, uh, go ahead, Jess. No, I was I was going to go in a different area, so I'm going to come back to it. You go ahead and touch on what he was saying. Okay, now I just just just, just, just trying to ask that question because. It, it, it's the same thing. Yes, sir. More around, yeah. I, I yes, got something for Justin, too. Yes, sir. Just, go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Right? You're from Detroit, right? I was raised out there since I was about nine until I was about 18. All right. They had a group called Detroit 500. And Detroit 500, um, got caught out there too. It was kind of like the group called the five that you're talking about, the four. We didn't get a chance to look that group up, Detroit 500. We didn't get a chance to look that group up because that was another black uh, organization meant to protect the black community, but like I said, they got they had corruption going on too. They disbanded them. Look that up too. I never even heard of them before. Detroit, but I'm it up, but I grew up in Detroit. I never heard of them. Look it up, Detroit 500. Okay. Because you know they had the you know the drug dealer groups back in the day that was real popular, and I knew some of the drug dealers. Uh, I guess you could say uh, I was a little kid, so my friends, uh, I was like 12, and I guess he was 12 too, and he was a young boy incorporated, and he would come to every day with some new clothes on, new top tens, Adidas, patent leather, with a new Max Julian jacket, and, and new Levi jeans. Hey, every day he had on new clothes, a new, a different Max Julian every single day. So, like, they was known to be low-key, big-time drug dealers who had each other's backs called the YBIs, the Young Boys Incorporated. And they, they were a big group, and they were, like, they held it down all throughout Detroit. They had the biggest rims on their cars even way back then, the big, you know, the nicest cars and, they made all this money and all this stuff. Like I never, 
was cool or close to nobody like that, but in my school it was at least a couple people who their brothers and stuff that were older than them, like were more, you know, making the money and stuff. They probably was giving their little young brother the you know, buying him stuff. He wasn't really doing nothing, but the older ones, his his older brothers and them, probably eighteen, nineteen, twenty, whatever. They were like big, more into the game. You know, when you got your little young brother, you gonna buy him clothes and stuff. So, and everybody knew he was in the Young Boys Incorporated, or he, you know, his brothers was at least. And so we affiliated him with it too, because nobody would mess with him. You know, like you know, not to touch him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've heard of that justice. Justice, uh, I've heard of Young Boys Incorporated. They actually had a, a thing on them, cool. too. They were the young group i ever seen, I swear. But I moved away from all that stuff, so I don't know what happened with it because I moved to the suburbs after a while, and I lost track of what they do or what they did. But I heard it all fell apart and everything, and so, you know, they got caught, a lot of them. They busted the whole thing. You know, not, you know how they do. They come after them. So it dismantled, dismantled it after a while. But other than that, y'all, uh, go ahead. You are, you know they made a show about BMF, right? Black, Black Mafia. Uh-huh, that was uh, another Detroit, uh, or was that a Philly one? Detroit, they started out in Philly, but then they made another uh, group. Started by uh, Big Meech and his brother Terrence. Mm-hmm. Terrence I heard it. Uh, yeah, you know, the dude then, Earl Earl Flynn. Yeah. Earl Flynn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know them? No, I was too young to know them guys. You know, I was a little boy, a little kid. Like that, they was just before my time, and I heard, you know, what they did, and they was legendary and all like that. But that was a whole nother era, and <laughs> them days, them days are long gone and past. So I'm sure all them dudes is long gone now. Anyway, after you know, living that kind of life, yeah. Yeah, they have a show about them too now. Called BMF. Uh-huh. It's kind of watered down. It's kind of I mean, watered down. I mean, the thing is, like, we got all of these people in position to put out positive images of black people, put out positive shows to emulate um, love for ourselves and each other and the community instead of 50 Cent, who who has the position to put out these type of things, but he would rather go the opposite direction and put out images of our people that are the most gruesome and most negative and the most um, deadly towards ourselves, you know, mentally and, and, and visually as we see it on the big screen, that a lot of times people make what's on the big screen something like a part of their life. So they say, like, art imitates life. So, like, you're looking at art on TV and your life imitates that. You want to be something. Something makes you want to do something that you've seen. And a lot of times it's a subliminal seduction. Like, they know that there's going to be an effect from what 
you've never seen or it's going to blow your mind to a point where not everybody is going to be affected in this way, but that certain people who are on that vibration, who are on that level of thinking, will will fall victim to what it is that is going to cause you at some point to imitate what you saw done right before your eyes in your real life in real time instead of doing something different or looking at it in a different way you've already seen it played out in your head through the the tele-eye vision to your mind and you may very well carry out this vicious act on somebody who doesn't deserve it and you wouldn't have done it had you not seen that in your subconscious or in your conscious, you know, to make you even want to uh, react in that kind of a way. So I I know how TV and, and, and even just listening to certain things like music or over and over again, something that's being said over and over again, and you somehow come around to agreeing with it even though it's not good. And then it's just because it's being said so many times over and over again, now you've dismissed any aspect of it not being good anymore where you've embraced it and accepted it as good. So the influence of Satan in TV and music and then, the, the the visualization of ourselves and our images of who we are and how it is, and they want to make it backwards. They want to feminize the black man through the TV and through the images of the artists that they they that they own in the music industry that they promote and tell them that they have to certainly they have to dress this certain kind of way. And a lot of people don't realize when you start dressing a certain kind of way. It, if you're a man, is in a lot of cases, it's going to, it's going to, uh, it's going to do something to, it's going to like what they were trying to do with feminizing you. Like I saw a man today with, walking with a woman, actually, who had on some tights of some kind in a certain color with a pair of shorts on on top of it and a T-shirt walking with his lady. Like, I just found that absurd for a man to be having on any tights at any time. I thought that that, certainly to me, for a man to put on tights of any kind and then put shorts on, like, you know how they got the basketball tights up underneath that, even to me. To me, that takes away something out of your masculinity if you're putting on feminine gear that certainly you might not realize, but it could be feminizing you uh, because of the behavior that you might display after you put it on. You know, you, it make you act a certain way, too, when you think you look a certain way. So to to uh, not have that happen is to just stay away from it. You know, that's just my opinion. Like, just don't put on uh, some tight-fitting stuff and things that – a man shouldn't have on, you know, and uh, women shouldn't have on, according to the Bible and these things, they shouldn't be wearing pants, right? They should dress like women should dress. And so that, that's is everything's changed around. So 
That's all I got on that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, yeah, you know, we just, man, we just having a little discussion tonight, brothers and sisters, y'all. We got your brothers back in the house right here. Uh, reunited. What's that song? Like that song song, it said reunited. I forgot who sang that, brother Day. Re- <laughs> uh, but Peter didn't hear it. I forgot who sang it, y'all. But anyway, we reunited right here. We got brother Justice in the house, back in the house with us, man. We got uh, Rabbi David, Moray David Israel, and y'all know him, uh, Ari Israel. Man, it's great to be back in the house with these brothers, y'all. And man, we having some real conversation. And here's here's something we we're gonna do, brothers and sisters. We're gonna show y'all. You know, y'all know how the thing. We don't we don't rehash nothing, but we're gonna right here at Culture Freedom Radio. We're gonna try to set the standard to show y'all, man, that uh, brothers again. We got to work it out. We have to work these things out, and we're going to try to set the standard and show y'all, man. Brothers, we can work things out. We might, you know, have some of the things, you know, go battles with each other, but we have to work things out and work together as brothers, man. There's no other way. It it, it just it has to be done, man. It has to be done. And so we're going to try to do that right here, man. Like I said, you know, and y'all heard when we both all came in, and even we just – and, and what was said when we first came in and said how we miss each other, but we love each other's brother. This this ain't nothing that's been said just on air, man. This ain't nothing been just said on air. There's some things that we said personally when we finally just started talking back this week. And we truly are, man. And this is what we have to do. We realize as men sometimes, you know, we have these things. That we they say egos. We got our masculinity. Oh, I better not say that because they said toxic masculinity. So I, I better not say that too loud. But we have our things as men, you know, we, and we men. So we're going to, you know, we're going to stand our ground on some stuff. But at the same time, we got to realize we have a, a a bigger fight as men and we got to stand together. We got to stand tall together. That petty stuff and some things that we had here been was lit petty stuff. So we got to realize, hey, man, brother, you got you got the same fight I have to. Yeah, I, I have. You're looking out for the same interest that I'm looking out for. We just probably do it in different ways. Like we had Brother Malcolm and our good brother, Dr. King, made a peace investment be upon both of those brothers' souls. Uh, and their fight was for the betterment of who? So-called black people. They might have different angles in the way they was going, but when they looked at that, hey, okay, I might not agree with they you. They came nonsense. together. They came together. Yeah. There you go. I might not agree with your Malcolm. I might not agree with that non-violent stuff, Dr. King. Come on, bro. They ain't hit me upside of my goddamn head. Right. Dr. King, like, well, right. brother, come on, man. All that tough stuff, man, talking about guns and all, that ain't going to get it either. But So they might disagree on that. But like you said, brother, at the end of the, in the end of the day, the middle of the day, however, they really got together and just started sitting down and had some discussions because the love they had, though, brothers and sisters, despite the, the differences in how they were going by doing it, they had the love for so-called black people and how they wanted us to be better as a people. That's, 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 what, that's what we got to look at. That's what we got to look at. So Brother Justice got a love for our people. Uh, our Brother Day, uh, except the Boulets and Nick, those type of Negroes, they don't care nothing about. But <laughs> I'm just joking there. But, yeah, we got uh-huh. we got the love trying to help our people. And, I, and I'm going to quote something right fast, Brother Sisters, that even though – uh, you know, at Liberation Tabernacle, we said we are Tanakh only, which people say, a.k.a. Old Testament. But here's something. I want to give you all two things. Right now, I want to go to um, something out of the book of First John's. Now, that's First John's. Yeah, that's out of the so-called New Testament. First John's. But here's – I take truth wherever it lies, though. Wherever truth may lie, that's what I'm with. 
Uh, I, I throw away the lies. Now, here y'all, y'all got to pay attention to what I said on that. I throw away the lies, but I keep the truth. But here's something, though, seriously. First John chapter uh, 4, verses, can't get my eyes right here, y'all, verse 20. And it says, now I'm reading from my thing called the Complete Jewish Study Bible. Y'all can get y'all King James, whatever y'all read from it. But here's the thing that's truthful. Uh, like I said, First John chapter 4, verse 20 says, or my Complete Jewish Study Bible says, if any man says he love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. If a person does not love his brother whom he has seen, then he cannot love God whom he has not seen. Yes, this is the commandment we have from him. Whoever love God must love his brother too. We got a lot of brothers and sisters running around here. Saying, I love God. I'm, I'm the most high this or a lot this or whoever, you know, whatever name or title that y'all use in respectful name. We can't say that, brothers and sisters, we have, and we're running around here with hatred in our heart for each other. But I'm going to give y'all one right here, man, that these police officers violated for sure. Let me go to the book of Leviticus. Let me show y'all something, brothers and sisters. Now, this was in what we call in the, we had in the Torah. This is the law or what we said teachings and instruction that was given in the Torah. Still reading from my complete Jewish study Bible. This is going to the book of Leviticus chapter 19 and uh, 16. Leviticus 19 and 16, and, and here's what it reads and says, Do not stand around spreading slander among your people, but also do not stand idly by when your neighbor life is at stake. Uh-oh. There's two things. This is two things in this one sentence, this one verse, about slander and about standing around while your neighbor's life is at stake. Let me let me get. I want to read that on another level, on another verse to easy my uh, New Living Translations to give y'all that one. Another, but let's, let's first of all let's go with here. Even this can uh, uh, apply to our good brother Tyree. May your peace and blessings be upon his soul. Our brother Tyree with those officers. Why I said it's those officers spreading slander. Now, oh, we can say lies, falsehood. We don't know really cover ups. As we were talking about the title at first. They said one reason they pulled him over because of high-speed chase. I've even heard say uh, DUI. We don't know exactly why because the police chief says, hell, she don't even know why they actually pulled the brother over. So there's been a lot of um, false things about why they even pulled the brother over. You know, So we don't say they're slandering the brother. If they said he was DUI, you know, they, we don't know because the hell they couldn't take a deal. Let me tell you what Willie D said in a minute. Yeah, okay. Yes, sir. And then the last one here goes instead says that, and this is a major problem in the USA, black USA. And here's a problem that we need to stop. And this is in the, this is in the Torah, y'all. This long time ago. Now, it says that, but you should not also stand idly by while your neighbor's life is at stake. All of those officers stood around, even the paramedics. That brother's life was at stake. He knew he needed medical attention. They know it, but what happened? Several officers, even the paramedics, stood around while this brother was sitting there suffering, needed medical attention, and nobody came to his aid and, and aided him. Not just only him, not in that just that situation, not just only in that situation, but we see 
you can go on, uh, anywhere on the internet, and y'all have seen several videos, right, where there's brothers and sisters who are getting uh, beat or something that needed aid, and what you see, folks out there with their goddamn cell phones. I got it on video. I'm filming it. I got it on video. Mm-hmm. You see a man beating up a sister, brutally beating up a sister. Some fools, some fool or fools be standing there with a goddamn phone. Come out, he filming. He got it on video, and she's getting the crap beat out of that person. And, and that person is hollering for help and everything. That person's life is in jeopardy. But this is the Torah tell you don't stand idly by while something like this. Your neighbor's life is in jeopardy, says your neighbor. Now, I know the Bible, when it's speaking of this right here, this commandment was given. It was talking about the church. To, it was talking. Moses was talking to the children of Israel. But, hell, we're going to apply that to everybody today. I know even though what it says is real, but even as a black community, we got to say we got to stand by this. We should be standing by this. Stop idly standing by idly watching our brothers and sisters. If you say that's your brother and your sister, stop standing idly by while their life is being taken. You're not doing anything to help them. Now, I'm not telling y'all to be no goddamn superhero. Don't be no. And, and jump in a line of fire of some fool got a gun and, you know, you don't know how to properly probably do something to disarm him or whatever, right? And tell you to be no damn fool. But, you know, but we got to stop this. We got to do something, though. Don't just stand there. If you can do something, that's all I'm saying. If you can do something, don't just stand there and watch a person um, being brutally beaten or whatnot. If you could do something, that's all I'm saying, if you can. So... I just wanted to throw that in there. But, yeah, we can't say, man, like I said, like First John, man, if you – like I like how – I like to quote it like Farrakhan. I'm here to just get in. Like Farrakhan said it, man. I like how he quoted that, First John. He says, how can you say you love God who you never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? Those brothers hated mm-hmm. – they hated Tyree. And I'm saying even if, even if they knew him or not. They hated that brother. The way they beat that man, they hated him. And we hate a lot of our brothers and sisters. We hate them. We go. We can go to church. You can go to the mosque. I don't know if they were church going people. They went to the mosque wherever they went. A lot of us we say that we do it, but look how we treat each other. We can't. We don't. You don't, you don't see the God and and the love of the Most High or the Spirit of the Most High in us and the way and the way we treat each other. That ain't that ain't no it. sir. And y'all, y'all don't even see, you won't see y'all, y'all and me, if I'm treating, if I'm dogging out justice, justice trying to show love to me, but I'm dogging that brother out, and he ain't doing a damn thing, but I'm dogging his brother out for anybody. Y'all, 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 man, don't even talk to me about no Torah, bro. Look how you treat that brother, man. Look how you talk to that brother, man. You so you can stop talking to me about no Tanakh or Torah, and because the way you treat that brother, I don't want to hear a damn thing you got to say. Because you ain't living it. You ain't showing love to your own brother, man. So go on with that. Because you're not following Leviticus 19 and, and, and 16. So go on with anything you're telling me, bro, until you start loving that brother, man. I'm loving them brothers. So shut your damn mouth talking to me anything about a Torah, bro. Until you first follow that commandment. But go ahead, Justin. Y'all, we got 12 minutes. Go ahead, brothers. All right. So I just want to say uh, this is another anniversary, not only of us reuniting, this is an anniversary of me contacting Culture Freedom Radio five years ago and being part of wow. the show with y'all. 
five years running now. For real, bro? That's for real. Man, it's been wee, that's been a lot. I know I've been on here. I had to look at it. I like I've been on here about about fourteen years. It's like damn, and it's been five years over already. Damn, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. I appreciate it. It's been a wonderful ride over here, and um, I just really I'm glad I was able to fit in because before I. Uh, contacted you brothers. I used to listen to y'all all all the time because my lady, my ex-lady, she used to listen to y'all and she invited me to listen. She said, listen to these guys. And we used to then be listening to you. And then one day she said, why don't you call them? And I said, I ain't going to call them. She said, go ahead, you should call them. (laughs) So. But was that the one that looked like Michael Jackson? Would you stop it? Just cut it out. You like, knew it was coming. She looked, she looked like Haley Berry. Now I, I might have. She had on a hat. Remember, I said she had on a hat that Michael Jackson wear. That you know that that's what made her look like look like him. Not like she looked like him, but the hat she had on that was a Michael Jackson hat. Chief Rabbi, you know I'm sticking to the same story, so you know I ain't lying. Yeah, he was drinking she that looked night. Looked like Haley Berry, and I'm gonna send somebody a picture. He agreed. You, he go next time you talk to us, uh, I'm gonna send a picture, and he gonna tell you, or you can probably say, well, she looked like Halle Berry. Okay. Uh, wow. She looked like Latoya Jackson. <laughs> well, you might you might get that out of it too, cause she do she's real pretty. So, yeah, but she don't look like no man. She she had on a Michael Jackson hat. So stop with that. <laughs> Now you think you, now, you, you thought you were gonna get away from Dave all night. He ain't said no Latino <laughs> jokes. Now you think he, he was gonna get away. Oh, no. You almost oh, no joke. He, he was on his good behavior all night though. He really <laughs> has. Hey look, really has. she looked like Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> see, he see he started cutting up now. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I know that's how I know he missed me. That's how I know he really yeah. missed me. Oh man, he did <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh brother, man. But yeah, it's it, it's good to be back. Well look, here goes another thing. Now I was gonna lay it out about what Willie D said. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you what what Oh, by the way, uh I wanted to ask you, did you get your birthday gift that I sent you in over the phone? That that text? No, I I uh, I didn't. I, don't think, let me I had sent you a birthday. What to my recent? The birthday gift. The birthday gift on your birthday. Uh, no, I don't think I did. Hell, I don't think I did. The text pics. It was some pics. Some text pics. Uh-uh. No, I didn't get them. You didn't? You didn't well, you might want to scroll back because it's on there. I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it. Okay. Check it. All right, so... I was checking out Willie D the other day, and he was dropping it about the Memphis police. And the one red one, the red boy that's on the cops on the force, the little red one, red bone boy, you know. Yes, sir. Anyhow, he said that officer 
knew that Kyrie was dating his ex-girlfriend. And the ex, the cop wanted this girl back real bad. And in order for for him to, you know, make his point, he's going to do something to Kyrie. And then he said that after he did this to Kyrie, he sent the picture of something to her right afterwards to her phone. Bam. Game over right there. Now, I've been hearing that, and uh, there's been a lot of rumors. Well, I'm going to throw it out of the rumors. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I wonder where people got that from. Because, you know, the, even the father, the other, his stepfather actually uh, mentioned that um, but last this week, and they, they had a, a candlelight visual, and he spoke on that and said, nah, I'm just going with the family. Said. He said it wasn't true. I don't know. I can't speak on it. I don't know, but I've been hearing okay. a lot of that. Okay. And I stayed away from this. Like I don't know. I, I I would like to know where they're getting that from. Even that is the guy that is Matthew. You know, he get every damn info. He get all the information. Well, he have I trust that. And he said that there's no concrete. Somebody brought that to him, and he cursed out a lot of people talking about. <laughs> he cursed people out about that. But he said, Oh he yeah, said, he said it ain't true. Now he was saying he hadn't found. He said he'd been been trying to search who and see who this woman was working at FedEx that he talking about. He said he can't find no, you know, no information on it. So he's like, for him, you send him something, he's going to try to put it out. He's going to try to put it out, you know, but he's going to research it. Um, so I don't know. He, like I said, but I heard the, the stepfather himself at the Candlelight Visual even spoke to that. And even Al Sharpton even said that at the, uh, at, at, at the funeral yesterday. He spoke briefly on it and told people, you know, stop that lie. So I don't oh, know. I don't, even, I don't know where it came from. Um, I don't even know where they came from. That's why I hadn't even said anything about that. But they now somebody did show. I think that was Thaddeus did. Now Thaddeus did. Now I don't know if he changed it later because I, I, he did a show last. Well, I don't know. I didn't listen to him tonight. But I'm gonna catch up and see have he said anything, found anything else. Um, tomorrow I'm gonna try to listen to the show. But anyway, he hey, did show Okay, I, we got five. Minutes. I'm gonna go ahead. But he did show a picture there, brother, Justin, to go with what you said. It do look like, what, what, like you said, one of them officers, he was bending down. And he took like he, like, he, like he took a picture. They do have a photo. Somebody did take a picture. Now, the camera, you know, caught it, and somebody did a steal picture. And they do show like he, he's bending down, taking a picture of uh, Brother Kyle. And he Kyle. sent it to her phone. So once we find out who she is, yeah. then we'll know because they got That's that out it. there. Yeah, so yeah, that is a picture. Look like this guy took a picture. So that, now that's how the there. girl came hey. forward and said this. Somehow hey. she came oh, forward hey. and said that yes, he said say something. Yeah, go ahead. Cop, go ahead cop, right. Yeah, I got to find that. Something, something I'm going to put out there too. It might have been a ritual too. Have y'all noticed that your boy, uh, what's his damn name, the comedian? I forgot his name. Uh, what is his goddamn name? Not Chris Rock. The comedian, not Chris Rock. The, the guy recently, the Omega Sci-Fi guy. I forgot his damn name. Eddie Griffin. Radio. Uh, uh, Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley's son died. They said that was Illuminati ritual. He's Omega Sci-Fi. These yeah. three guys that killed the uh, guy, they was a mega sci-fi, 
And Benjamin Crump is a mega sci-fi. Do you think it was a mm-hmm. Illuminati ritual for the mega sci-fi? I don't know. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this here. I did find I, I find this strange, and I and because they saying this because they said it at the funeral, it, but I, I heard it several times. He sacrifices. He sacrificed his life. I'm like, what? He sacrificed. Yeah, that, I've Y'all heard. Think it, was, what, it was a cute dog. It was a cute dog, Illuminati ritual. So who said that, man? What, by him sacrificing? The cute dogs. Yeah. The cute dogs, El Mega Sci-Fi is always talking about doing shit for young black boys. But you know, it's how everything been cir- circulating around them. Ricky Smiley, son. They say he he was a mega sci-fi. Yeah, the three officers was a mega sci-fi. Killed the killed Tyree Nichols. Benjamin Crump is a mega sci-fi. Yeah, I don't know. The mega sci-fi just had a conclave recently. Um, mm-hmm. I think they said it was like a hundredth anniversary for them. It I was earlier this year. I think I saw it. So y'all think? Y'all think it might have been like a Illuminati ritual for uh, the Omega Sci-Fi? I don't know, Day. I mean, I'm hey, on Willie D on this one. I think it was because of the girl. I, yeah. I think that one of them boys I in there. Think was, uh, I think it was an Illuminati ritual. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I ain't going to throw my hat in the ring on it. I don't know what, what the hell happened. <laughs> I, but I do I know, think like, it yeah, was I, I want I'm looking for the, the evidence. I'm waiting on any evidence, Justice, but you talking about that somebody really for concrete. And they, but but <laughs> kind of what you're speaking on, I, I was like, I was wondering cause why they saying that. You know, it, it's in interviews, like you might hear Ben Crump. Uh, I forgot who said it. They said it at the funeral yesterday when they were speaking. And they like, he sacrificed. In Black History Month. I don't, I, 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 I don't know if Kamala said it, but I don't want, I want, to, I want to put that on her. Somebody said it. It happened at the beginning of Black History. You notice that too. Hmm. <laughs> black History Month. I think it might be a like a Illuminati sacrifice for Mega Sci-Fi because they seem to be surrounded by all this shit going on. All three of these situations is happening um, around this Omega Sci-Fi. Uh, fraternity. So I think it might be Illuminati sacrifice ritual. That's what I think it might be also. And David, I got Day. I got to. I got to throw you. I got to throw you some right fast, Day. Uh oh, I might be in trouble for this one here though. <laughs> and Day, five. What what symbol? I know you know this. This is your favorite thing. What symbol is the is the um, five points? The be... um, Eastern Star. Yep. Yep. You, you see where I'm going with that? The, 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 the five officers. The five officers. Yep. There you go. And the five points start. And look, the police shield is five. <laughs> I just don't want to on you, Ali. And 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 don't in masonry, you got the three, 
makes it perfect. Five improves masonry. And seven makes it perfect. But look, five improved the death. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. But yeah, I'm just I don't know, brother. Like I said, I'm just I'm just trying to find listening and see what happened to sitting back listening. Uh oh, oh I damn, I, I know we're in overtime. But I know we're in overtime and I said I was intended should have mentioned this earlier. Um we just go over just a little bit then. Y'all see right out I think that was Saturday. It was it was Saturday. There's another video that's floating around. It ha- this happened in California. A man in a wheelchair uh, was shot and killed by the police in California. And now they're out there protesting that one. Now, check this out. Now, here's the situation with this one here. There's different Kyrie. Uh, now, he was shot, like on the video, like he was all uh, white officers. And they said it was justified. Now, and people out there protesting. But here's the situation with this one. This guy, uh, you know, he was in a wheelchair, and they said when he was in a wheelchair, he was trying to get away. He did. He jumped out the wheelchair, and he was trying to get away. Now, I'm leaving some points out in there, some facts out for right now. Here's what happened with this situation. Like I said, I don't know why they protesting people saying, well, he was innocent. He, You know, they shot an innocent man. The man was not innocent. Here's why I say that people, they show you sometimes the media and people, they 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 are trying to stir up some shit when they shouldn't. Here's what this man did. The man had a butcher knife, even though he was in a wheelchair. He had a butcher knife, and he stabbed somebody. He ended up stabbing somebody in the torso. This is why the police came out there. This is why they was there in the first place. He stabbed somebody in the torso. So when he came and the police came and tried to apprehend him or detain him or whatnot, I think they said they did tase him. But he ended up jumping out of the wheelchair and thought, you know, I, I was trying to get away. I would say running, but that would have been a bad choice. He was trying to get away. And they showed, they said he threw the knife, because he did, he turned around. You can see before they shot him, he kind of turned around. They said he threw the knife at the police. And I guess that's when they shot him. But the point, people were like, man, they killed that innocent man and this, that, and another, and so and so. I'm like, Damn, dog! Did, did, did y'all see what? Do y'all know what they just said he done? How the man innocent? Tell the goddamn person he stabbed that he was innocent. See, this is what I'm saying. People trying to always they trying to jump on something and making something that is is really not. It's that is totally different from the Tyree Nichols Nichols situation. This man stabbed somebody, man, with a goddamn butcher knife. Now, I don't know. That I hadn't heard anything about his condition. I need to follow up on that to see what the person condition where they got stabbed. But this is the reason the police came out, because he did something to somebody. Tried, you know, he tried to maybe kill a person. Or he injured somebody with a deadly weapon. So I, I hate that they killed him. You know, I hate that. Uh, now I think that should be something that has to be looked at again with police. And again, um, when we talk about, like, looking at the police reform or whatnot, something I don't know what could be done with, with that. You know, something has to be done without, uh, instead of the shooting. But sometimes, you know, they can get a situation where they do tase a person. Um, they pepper spray them. They tase them. There are certain things that they on certain drugs that don't work. Uh, I just let me, hate let me, can I jump in? <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. But did you hear All right, about I that? Want, I want you to put, huh? Did you hear about that situation? But go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to put yourself in an officer's shoes 
I want you to be the officer on this scene where this man, you were called to the scene and he uh, maybe stabbed somebody and you're not nowhere where he stabbed the person. You just see this man now and he's got this big long knife is silver and you run up to him and you try to tase him because you're not trying to kill him because he just got a knife. So, and you see he's handicapped, right? So Ray, you follow me? Yes, sir. Okay. So we get up to him and we hit him with the taser and it shocked him off out of his chair. And now, He's on the ground. He gets up and starts hobbling on what we call his not even knees because his legs are gone. He doesn't have any legs. So he's mm-hmm. it's like he's walking on his knees because somehow I think recently the man lost his legs in some kind of a situation. And so yeah, he was upset you. about that, number one. Right. And so... He hops out and he starts he starts walking down the street on his knees practically because he ain't got no feet or no legs. And you're a cop, and he's got a, a, a knife, and he's going the other way. And you're walking up towards him, and he's still going the other way. You tell him you drop the gun, drop the knife. He ain't going to drop it. He's in his own world, whatever the case. Still trying to go to uh, go away and then he finally turns and throws the knife and is, is this the point where Sunray shoots this man after he threw the knife it didn't hit you no other cop it didn't hit nobody the knife is just out of his hand now he's disarmed is this yeah. the point where we're supposed to kill this man now yeah he's disarmed yeah okay so yeah. we so we we go ahead we go ahead and kill him he ain't even got no legs to get up and run. We could we could went over there and pushed him over and, and knocked him over, but didn't even have to shoot him at all because he, he yeah. can't do nothing. He ain't got no legs, so we yeah, could go over there and cuff him and, and grab him, throw him in the car, and take him to the hospital or take him to the jail wherever we need to take him. Yeah, now, yeah, now that's, that's what we need to do. Something has to be huh? done. Either you hit him with some of them hard ass rubber bullets. Cause I'm looking at the article now. Do all that. If it was you, you a man. You ain't got to do all that to this man. That ain't got no legs. But but here's the thing, uh, Justin. Even with this, he he had a weapon. But see, you don't know if there's a second weapon. You don't know if there's a second weapon. You just can't run up on him. I'm not saying for them to shoot him, but you just can't just run up on him like that. You know, you got to do something to sedate him. Not sedate. That might not be the right word. Cause you don't know if there may be a second weapon. Cause you're already, see, he's already threatened because he stabbed the man in the side of the chest, as they say, with a twelve. Well, let's see what Chief would do in this situation. What Chief going to do? I'm just hitting part right fast. Just, and you're right. They he lost his leg. That should at least tase them. Holy! I don't know why they ain't had no tasing. They did. They did, Justin. I mean, they. I'm, I'm reading it right here. They they said they tased them twice. They tased them two times. So and, he had to be on drugs or something. See, that's, what I, that's what I said earlier. Let me just go ahead, though. This is what I said. Sometimes, like, we can make these assessments and say, I would have did this. I could do Sometimes they do. Like, why did they tase him? Sometimes 
you can if a person is on some kind of drug we've seen situation where some person got pepper sprayed and they still all of they beat the hell out the police they got pepper sprayed they got tased sometimes that don't work now I, that's why i said okay do, do they have anything where they can i had a partner uh got hit with rubber bullets he was you know on high but they hit him with them goddamn rubber bullets and that shut his ass down Maybe they could have did. They could have deployed. I mean, they could have had maybe some rubber bullets. I, I don't know. Some of them had them, what you call them, um, them bags. Oh, they something like, they, they, it's a shotgun. They yeah, like yeah, bean. yeah. Bean bags or something. Like I said, something, let the, let the uh, actually shooting, shooting the, uh, the actual gun, maybe your last one. I don't know if all of them, you know, have bean bags or rubber bullets. I don't know. But they did uh-huh. say they, they did pepper spray them. But like I said, he, he lost his legs. From an incident, what happened with the police in Texas, which you were talking about, just that's how he lost his leg. But yeah, so but he he did stab somebody in the side, and he was fleeing the scene with the gun. Like I said, I, I don't in know. A it, it, in a wheelchair, with with a knife in a wheelchair, and you ain't nobody got the courage enough to do something else than other than shoot him. Again, though, day. I mean, not day. I'm calling you day justice. <laughs> You're looking at the, to the wheelchair. I'm not trying to take the police out, but here's the thing: he was a he he was he he, he would have been in the wheelchair. He stabbed the hell out of somebody. So despite if he didn't have no legs, even with no legs, he stabbed the hell out of somebody. So you don't have to have legs to stab the shit out of somebody. You still you 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 almost took he almost took somebody's life. So again, we can like well, the man I feel sorry for man. They how they gonna shoot a man with no legs? The same man with no legs just, just tried to t- take somebody's life. He stabbed somebody in the chest with a 12-inch butcher knife, bro. So the, despite it, him not having no legs, look what he just done. You tell the victim that he just stabbed, that he ain't had no legs. Well, here's the case where what they Memphis cops, that's just what they should have did there instead of what they did, see? They would have just beat his, beat his behind and then carried him to jail. That would have been it. But no, they done killed the man. And everything, and it wasn't it wasn't really warranted to kill him. He didn't kill nobody. He was a mental case himself. He stabbed somebody, and he didn't kill him. And now he's dead. Or maybe he attempted to because the knife. That's why I said I, I'm glad. I, I would say this on record. I'm a, I got to let day get. I'm glad I'm not no goddamn police officer. Cause, cause like, or I hate to, I would hate to even get into. I'm glad you ain't me. either. You might be like on the Memphis ones. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that I out hope- loud. No, no, I wouldn't want to be like that. No, because the man is not um. But I'm talking about because I even think about personal situations when I'm out and about. Because I think about personal situations when I'm out, and, and I'll be like, for like me, and my my coworker who happens, I said, man, I don't want to have to kill nobody. Even if somebody's trying to do something, maybe to me, unless they really trying to, they 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 got a gun or whatever trying to. So man, I don't want to have to take no brother another brother's life, man. Even if I'm trying to protect myself. I would hate to try to take another brother's life. So I would think what what I can do to maybe, but you got to like if try to disarm them or you get the advantage. Because um, I'm I'm not using the, word, the proper words right now, but you try to get them disarmed and uh, so you can get the advantage. Man, I throw some rocks at that punk. I'll be like, look, man. You either drop this knife and we're going to hit you with these rocks, man. You know, just pick up some rocks and start throwing it at him. Huh? But if he got a gun, you ain't got a choice. Now, if he got, I'm talking about if he got a gun. Well, yeah, got, yeah. But other than that, what, we, could, we, could walk, we could walk up to him with our sticks, man, and take take care of him pretty good, even if he got that knife, man. We ain't no punk ass. I'm sorry. If we wasn't no scared cops. 
but they don't. It's, it's, you, you see, we have to be in that situation. But now Tyree's situation, that was a different one. I'm saying that's a different one. But when there's a weapon or, or some kind of weapon involved, you you would have to you you would have to basically I, I would say you would have to be in these situations. I, that's what I was going to say. You had to be in them situations to know because you don't know. If, I would if, train them cops like I would want my cops to behave, not the way that they behaving. My cops would only use that kind of force when necessary, not when they just feel like they need they you know like. The first little least thing they could do, that's the least thing the man could do, throw that knife and you can shoot him. That's the worst little, I mean, come on, man. Yo, I would fire whoever did it. I would fire him. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, you a black man. Like right now, here in this city, I'm not saying I, I ain't on nobody's side on this, but I'm just telling you, we've been seeing all this stuff that happened, been happening with police. See, what, like what they said, man, what, what goes around comes around. In, in certain situations, you can put out certain things. So, you got in this city right now, like I've been telling you earlier, you got a lot of these young guys now, they shooting at the police like a mother sucker. Somebody shot at, shot at the police. They went to the police station and shot at the goddamn police, right there at the police mm-hmm. station. I mean, I'm telling you, went to the police station and shot at the police. Bruh, this is what's going on now. So you got a lot of the these little rappers, the rappers. They police are scared as hell too now because they know dudes, they bucking at their ass. They bucking back at these mm-hmm. police now. So like he might pull the police might pull the person over, and then he going to go ahead and think he's going to be a regular traffic uh, stop. Shit, he motherfucker ran. They running over police. They shooting at their ass and everything now. Yeah, so here. The hell with that shit. So I was I wouldn't want to be no police officer, man. The hell with that shit. Nope. I know I can criticize Jeez. him a little bit. The hell with being a goddamn police, man. And these days and time, nope. No, because it's like they already looking at, okay, look, because like I said, look what you did. Because like somebody, like a police just got shot today here in the city of Memphis. I, even after this Tyree, and they looking at this, look how they treating us, man. Look at, like, especially with blacks, the relationship we got going on right now. Look how they did Tyree. Man, that motherfucker run up on me, bro. I'm going to blast that motherfucker. So you got a lot of these, these cats now thinking like this. I ain't going to take no motherfucker mm-hmm. chain. Let a motherfucker run up on me like that. I'm going to bust that police ass. See, then you got this situation, and then with that situation, you got a lot of guys shooting at the police. Then what you think the police finna start doing? They going, oh, he had a gun. I I, I shot him. I thought they don't even finna shoot me because now you got guys who are shooting at the police. So that's putting the police in a tense situation. So anything you grab with your goddamn cell phones, man, it, it's just this situation is not come is is it's putting everybody in a bad situation. It's but you know what situation. Go ahead, brother. The truth will set you free. So if they got these body cams and they're doing things by the book, then they won't have to worry about their fate because everything is being handled the right way. So if, just like these Memphis police who got, how do you say, you know, messed up all the initial records of the stop and, and wrote down all kinds of things that weren't true, so they botched the evidence is what I was trying to come to, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the cameras say the other thing. The, the cameras say the opposite of what the report's saying. So that's why I went back to the truth will set you free. 
And that's what I believe. Like, if you walk in truth, then there's nothing that no, nobody can do because you, what, what, come on, it's like what's right. What you, it's like we were talking about earlier. We're not talking about colors here. We're talking about right and wrong. So if you do what's right, what? Nobody can mess with you. If you do, you you say it's the truth, then how somebody gonna say you lie? And they can't prove you lied if it's the truth. Now if you lie, now somebody say, oh, I don't believe you, and you don't really have nothing to stand on because they can prove you lying. But if you tell the truth, somebody said, no, I don't believe you, and you lying, they try to find some kind of way to turn your truth into a lie, and they can't. Thing here, the truth will set you free. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something you got to say that. Yeah, something you want to throw in there. Give me a Bible script. Give me something. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just going to say uh, shalom. I got to go to sleep, go to work in the morning. It was good talking to y'all, brothers. And uh, okay. I'm, I'm glad that I've been in the house with y'all. Shalom. Shalom. All right. Hey, hey Justin, oh. he was over there looking at Kamala Harris' picture. That's what he was doing. It's been, it sounded like it. <laughs> He's sleeping. He he gets that way. So he would have responded. Yeah, I heard that shit. I heard that <laughs> hell no, I ain't looking at no Kamala Harris. It no sounds like, it, you God. know, like we was waiting for hell you to follow no. up with a nice little Bible quote before you left <clears throat> with your salons and everything, but you bowing out all early. It seems like you you more interested in the first lady. Hell no, I ain't interested in none of them, but uh, just as I know you are, but uh, like I said, I ain't gonna mess with you and Michael Jackson tonight. Uh, so uh, shalom. <laughs> shalom, day. All right, bro. We're gonna get ready to get out of here too, man. Like I said, yeah, I gotta hit it, man. They got me shit working. It's this ice storm came through, man, and put us put us behind. So yes, sir, I gotta work all this weekend too. So man, but it's all right. It's all right. We're gonna work it out. But yeah, uh, y'all family, brother, y'all be safe out there and, you know, be safe. Um, right on. Yes, sir. And do our best not to have an encounter with the police. That's all we can try to do. Best not to have an encounter with the police. Um, I don't know. I will get some. It's too late. We, uh, I was, we're deep into the subject anyway. But uh, we next time we'll just talk about some things. Maybe we can do that we need to be trying to tell our children um, some things what to do when maybe they encounter the police. We get into that. Um, All right. And maybe it can save your life. Uh, maybe you, you, if you run into an asshole police and you just, like I said, you got to just, you got to take control of that situation. And with all that, what do I do? What I, if, he, if he amped up, don't get amped up with him. Take control. It don't mean you no punk, you no sucker. Just man, just Live to I me, mean, just just like look, just a man. Look, I, bro, look. They put your hand behind your back. On, I had somebody said they had situation. Got uh, they had a situation with the police the other day. The police was all crying. They like, man, I just man, hey, just like go ahead, man. They asked though, man, what what you getting me for? Pull me over for? Police, man, just wait, just wait, just wait. They like, man, oh, they just chilled down, let them do what they did. You know, the police was all hostile, but they live and go home. They didn't get no ticket, no nothing. 
So that's my thing is, and I see a lot of these videos, is that even though you hadn't did anything, you ain't going to make you no sucker, don't make you no punk, but you ain't going to fight against them motherfucking that, and them and that bag up that radio. Because like I said, when that police got shot today, you ought to seen how many police came to his goddamn aid. And he already in the hospital. How many police came to his aid? And when they said officer down, officer need assistance, and your ass is in trouble. They're going to get you in, in, in them handcuffs or they're going to get your ass in a paddy wagon. I, I hate to say it like that, but the best thing I would say, brothers and sisters, is I've, from experience, is I've learned that even if you hadn't did anything, even if you know you didn't, you innocent, like I said on the last video, man, listen, just go ahead. If they said, well, if you know you ain't did nothing, get out of the car, man, put your hand behind your back. Even if you know you ain't did, now you innocent. That's the best thing to do, man. Just go ahead, let them do their little so-called investigation and so forth. Oh, that's what happened. My partner said that they said uh, Rene got him because they said there was a shooting in that area or something had a shooting that went on, and they just weren't taking no chances. That's what it was. That's why they say They always something. make up some old bogus yeah. excuse for why they did something. That's a yeah. bogus excuse. And they, say they searched his car. But the thing about it is, though, he remained calm, didn't do all that. Why the hell y'all pulling me over, man? I ain't did nothing, did that, another. Because the only thing he was going to do right. was amp up the situation. And that's why I say you have to be, even though they're supposed to be the professional, but you have to take control of that situation at that time. Like, oh, but hold on, wait a minute. This motherfucker all hyped up. Let me, let me, let me, let me, t- call. Let me take control of this situation. Don't act no fool because that's what he – don't give him – in other words, don't give him what he's looking for. Don't give him what he asks because he's looking for somebody to start acting a fool. I hate to use this. Like when we see with our sister Sandra Bland, what happened? All over cigarette. He was going to let her go. It's my car, so-and-so. And what happened after that? Everything went wrong. I tell y'all, study these videos. Don't just look at them like police doing. Study the videos and look at what a lot of, a lot of them – like because I do. This is what I do. I look at these videos like, bro, but as soon as I see it, man, what I do? Man, ain't did shit, bro. So-and-so, so why you stopping me? I was like, this situation ain't finna go right. Every time, I said, this situation ain't finna go right. And then every time, it don't. But I'm telling you, by first hand, I was like, man, I just gonna put my hand behind my back and this, whatever. I remember, because I, I was driving, I had, I had a suspended license. They just pulled me over. Police pulled me over. I used to lie a lot of times when I first did it. And they like, man, just tell the damn goddamn truth. They used to take me to jail. So I'm like, man, you know what? Damn all that. I'm finna start telling the truth. Damn this shit, man. They gonna know anyway. So police one time pulled me over. And uh, it's been a long, long many years ago, y'all. Police had pulled me over. So he pulled me over. He said, well, you got any license? Let me see your, uh, let me see your driver license and your registration. I said, look, I'm gonna tell you the truth here, man. I ain't finna waste your time. I ain't finna play with you. I said, my license suspended. He said, okay, just, just give me your ID. Let me see then. I gave him my stuff. He went back there and ran it. He like, Damn, man, you, you sure you weren't lying, were you? I said, but I told you, I won't finna play with you. I won't finna play, sit here and lie and play, man, all that stuff, man. Like, I ain't got, like, I ain't finna waste your time, finna waste mine. I ain't finna all that playing and stuff. He said, you know what, man, I, I really appreciate that honesty. And it was a white police. I appreciate that honesty. He said, uh, just sit tight for a minute. And he, I thought he wouldn't give me a citation, but he came back. Hey, man, look, I'm supposed to give you a citation, this, that, another for your car. He said, man, look. Uh, man, just go here, man. Go on. He said, man, go on, man. Try to get your license. This, that, and other. He said, man, I appreciate you being honest. I wasn't trying to be hostile. I just like, that's the how truth I to... will set you free. Bam. And so even with that, man, when they come in there, even if I hadn't did anything, I like, man, look, I just go on, put my hand behind my back, man, go on, let them put me in the car and do their investigation. They get through. 
And I don't give a fuck. They probably know you ain't did nothing. But I just go on, on, on man, started all that goddamn arguing and this, that, and that. Cause they going to, whatever they say, man, you know, they're going to try to make it. Cause you can't win with it. They got the pen and the paper. Like they try to do with Tyree. Y'all look at on the video. One of them said, he tried to grab my gun. Yeah, he grabbed my gun. He showed it. He tried to grab my gun. Y'all see on that video, they lie like that. So, bro, they're going to lie and fabricate and say whatever they want. Just remain calm. And just, man, just think about your family. Because when you just act a goddamn fool, remember that. You acting a fool and arguing with them motherfuckers because they going to – you ain't going to beat them in this system like that. I'm telling Hey, you. man, I've been in the back of a police car one time, yes, and I was pleading for my freedom from them because, I, you know, I thought this was a wrong arrest and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I said, come on, y'all, you know, y'all can let me go uh, such and such, right? Yeah. They turned around to me. One of them turned around and said, look, man, you going to shut the F up or you want us to whoop your MF, you know, ass? Yeah. And, you know, and I said, well, no. He said, well, then you're going to sit the, you're gonna sit, out, sit back there and shut the F up or we going to whoop your ass or we going to beat, you know, they're going to beat me, you know, like this. Yeah. And so I just had to chill, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, they get your ass for this man. You and you won't do that. They get you for disorderly conduct. They they gonna find something to get you, even if you like I said, you didn't do nothing in the beginning. But they'll find something for your ass. They'll find something to put. And the easiest one they'll get disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct. So I'm like, man, you know I, what? I, I'm just talking. I, how are you being disorderly talking? Now I'm talking about if they trying to. Like I said, even though you know you had done, I'm t- that's what I'm saying. If you get that, now that don't mean there's every officer, but you get it an asshole. You get that little asshole. Yeah, but yeah, man. Like I'm just saying, like, look, man. Come on, y'all. You know this ain't right. People are shooting and killing people. You picking me up for this? Like, you know, like that, right? And then they threatening my life, you know, just because they got me in the back of the car in handcuffs. Yeah, that's why I said, you know how people, a a person say, man, don't give a fool what he asking for. Just, just think that I. Right. Don't be the fool what he asking for. Like I said, man, the person you know they're trying to start arguing with you, don't give them what they asking for. Even if, if they don't have to be a police, don't don't give them what they asking for. Like they say, even in a relationship, like I said, you can only argue with yourself. You might start arguing with your mate or whatever. Man, like, you know what? You got that. You got that. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. And they might keep on arguing, and they're going to even piss them off probably even more damn near because you're not arguing with them. And they gonna find, eventually they're going to shut the hell up. So it's, you damn near the same situation with the police. Do not give them what they're asking for. If he come up there and he already like he got a goddamn attitude, don't give them nothing. Don't give them, don't put them for you. Don't put logs on the goddamn fire. Don't give them nothing to fuck with you with because that's what he want. You know, don't do that. Just like... You know what? Just give them the ID, whatever, man, and fuck it. Let them go ahead and do they live, whatever they so-called investigation. They come back. Go ahead. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. One more thing. I, I was out in Mississippi one day. No one ain't had no goddamn being down in Mississippi driving. I ain't had no license again. Police was there pulling me over. My wife, we just got through eating and stuff like that, having the dinner. And, um, and I, cause I was going to the casino. I ain't gonna lie. I was going to the casino. We were gonna go down there for a little bit. And the police, they had, a, I seen the police, uh, the saturation thing. They be doing them checkpoints. I was like, God damn. I was, I, I tried to turn around and go back the other way. And as I tried to turn around, they knew people be doing that. So they had, they had police officers waiting on my ass, waiting on people to turn around. So they pulled me back over, me and another car. We turned around, we seen that roadblock. And, uh, he said, man, why, where you going? 
I said, man, I'm trying to go find, go back home. I had just got through eating dinner. Now, you said you were trying to go to the casino one. I was like, no, 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 I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I'm telling them, hell no, and I'm going deep into Mississippi then. I'm like, no, nah, I was trying to, I came the wrong way. I was intending to go. He's like, no, nah, you were going to the casino, man. Good, good, good line. The white boy, little white boy chewing tobacco and shit. So I'm like, anyways, I had told him, uh, he's like, this whole time he's got a license. I ain't had no goddamn logic. Gave my ID and shit. All right, so he came back. I had stopped. I knew I was finna go to jail. I gave my wife my, my, my wallet and all that shit. I said, man, I'm finna mm-hmm. go to jail. I said, huh, man, go on, call my mom, man. Y'all try to come on and get me out of jail. Man, I knew I was finna go to jail. He came back. He said, you see that road right there? He gave me my ID and shit right there. He said, you see that road right there? He said, man, that's the road to Memphis. Get your black ass on it. And you now, right there, I could have been an old tough black power, black power zone. Hey, hey man, who you think you talking to? You got me fucked up. <laughs> so, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, your black ass, I could have got tough with him. But that would, what that would have gotten me. I am already know I ain't got no license. I, I thought I was going to jail. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. And his old young white boy chewing tobacco and shit. He's in his early 20s, chewing tobacco. He said, get the, see that road right there? That's the road to Memphis. Get your black ass on it and get, up, get out of here. Wow. Man, See, that was he power gave, enough for him. That was, that was great. Me, you, think, you know what I did to him? When I took off, man, I was a guy. I was so thankful. God damn it. My, I, I took off. I, I stopped. My damn front tire stopped burning rubber getting up out there. But I said, God damn I thought he was going to pull me back over. I was trying to get the hell up out of there. I was doing just like he said. I was going to get my black ass on that road and get the hell out of there. That's right. Fast as you can. Man, but, I, but the thing here is, I held my peace because he he, I could have acted fool and took my black ass to jail. But I was like, you know what? There was one of my, you know what? Like I said, I I talked tough tough to his ass when I got down this road, man. Fuck that white boy, you mother. <laughs> Once I got down that road, oh, yeah. I talked my I talked my shit, but I was free though. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, man. Hey, we oh, we yeah. gotta know how to maneuver, man. Learn how to survive out here, bro. That's all I'm saying. You know how to survive, sister, brother. You know when you like I said when you one last thing, you behind enemy lines, you better know how to survive. But go ahead, brother. Close it on out, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Okay. I was just thinking, it dawned on me, like, I was saying, like, man, what had Tyree, what if he had been Will Smith complexion? You think he would have survived this? Hmm. Well, I really hate to say the part that I really want to say. I just got through getting everybody the answer. Just got to give everybody an answer. And I know people probably think I'm being insensitive about it, but again, like I said, look at a lot of these videos. This is a question we had. We should have asked. We need to ask. Be serious about it. Ask. In that video with Tyree, even though he probably was innocent, I just got through telling you, I just got through saying this, even though he was innocent, what was going on? Did he actually get when they were saying, "Give me your hands, give me your hands"? What could it? What should? And y'all go back and watch the video. What? 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 What should have been done? What should have been done? Just gave me, even when you're innocent. See, this what I'm, that's why I'm, I'm. I'm saying now we have to think about this. Now we're saying whether he black, white, yellow, red bone. That's that's that really was irrelevant. Really they, yanked, they yanked him out the car, right? And then but they started 
five people saying different things to him. He's doing everything every five person is saying. No, he did. Every everything he everybody's saying he's doing everything. No, he did. So he's even talking kind, like, yeah, okay, guys. Wait a minute, y'all. Understand that, but there's one thing he didn't do. See, this is what I'm saying. People ain't. I'm not. I'm not saying is. I hate they killed the brother. But again, we got to pay attention to what I was just giving y'all the lessons about what he didn't do. He didn't give him his arms. He didn't give him his hands. You look at it. Pay attention. Now, people saying he did everything they told him to do. No, he didn't give him his arms because what he was doing. When they were trying to get his arm, they could have. They could have got it. That's why I do. I break your break your damn arm. But he, he gave him his arm. I was watching. Look, sorry. I mean, look, sorry, Ariana. You got to go back and just watch the beginning of that video again. He did everything they asked him to do. He even gave him his hand. He said, y'all got my hand. He would have been in handcuffs. I'm telling you. I, I, he said, I'm, I'm on the ground. I'm already on the ground. They said, get on the ground. I'm, I'm on the ground. He said, you got my arm. I'm, I'm, he did everything they asked him. I watched another video, the same thing, with a young brother here in the city of Memphis. They did the same thing to him. They didn't kill him, though. They were saying, give me your arm. Man, I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. And he would not give him. He would not put his hands on Tyree didn't do that. Tyree oh. complied to everything they asked him. I watched the video. I'm going to watch it again. Double watch it again. I'm telling y'all, watch. Pay attention. That's why I'm telling y'all. I'm going to watch it again, too, now. Since you you know what I mean? you, we can holler and scream that we didn't do anything that we didn't want. Because here's the, what the thing the police are going to do. They're going to do what it takes, whatever it takes. I'm not, not saying they're right. I'm not trying to take their side. They're going to do whatever. I'm just trying to tell our people how to survive out of here. That's it. They're going to do whatever. When they when they feel that a situation is occurring, whether you they feel that you are the, you, you the person they got to call that somebody did something, whether you're the right person or not, they're going to do whatever it takes to detain you, as they say, to, to they do their investigation. But if you're resisting, they're going to do whatever it takes to get you in them damn handcuffs to detain you. They might. And, and watch what happened. I'm telling you, watch these videos. This is critical what I'm telling people. That's why I'm saying. Just go ahead and let them do their investigation. Put your handcuffs and, and whatever. I mean, I, I know it sounds crazy as hell. It sounds like I'm trying to sell out. But I'm telling you what these motherfuckers going to do. They're going to beat your ass. They're going to do whatever it takes to get you in them goddamn handcuffs. And I'm not saying what they're doing is right, but this is what they're going to do by any means necessary. And it's going to be a stream, and you you could be, you, you know, it, you might be like Tyree, and you might not. You just be, be like the other brother that was in Memphis. They just beat him up, roughed him up real bad. But they're going to get you in them goddamn was he, hands. Was, was he uh, real dark-skinned, or was he Will Smith's complexion? I don't remember. But he was black police that was doing it to him. I can't remember. But that's that I'm don't just saying, that really, what was the victim? That don't really, victim, that don't really matter. He was a black guy, regardless. Really a red bone. I'm just saying what the situation that occurred. I've seen several. Look, I understand that part. I'm just saying the darker you are, the worse you get it. I don't I don't I I don't know about that one. I don't know. But I'm telling you, watch these encounters. Stop paying attention to these videos real close. Uh, oh, oh, for a matter of fact, since that since you since we put it that way. Whether it's red bone, yellow, green, this is what again media ain't talking about this one. I sent, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. I think I sent it today. That's a video my wife told me. I showed it to her, and she said Ben Crump is actually representing this guy. They got a video in Arkansas. That was, was Little Rock, Arkansas. 
police beating the hell out of this dude. They need him in the head and every goddamn thing. And what color is he? You oh, sent it to me. Color. You sent it to me. I sent it to you? Okay, I thought I'd just send the day, too. I thought I'd just send the day. I ain't wasn't sure. He was a white guy. Now, they said Ben Crump. My wife said Ben Crump is representing him. How come we hadn't heard nothing about that? Ben Crump has represented people of the Hispanic persuasion out there in California on a couple of cases. Mm-hmm. And whoever would come and ask Ben Crump to represent them, then he would go and do it if it was a worthy case. He yeah. doesn't discriminate I, on color. No, I, I'm, um, not, I'm not putting it on Ben Crump. I'm just saying again about media. I'm just saying what media pay attention to media. But the same yeah, do yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they, I mean, you know, they, they might not white. highlight that, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's all what I'm saying. That's white and white. They beat the hell out of you. But I'm just saying again, because you were talking about well what color was he? That's white officers beating the shit out of this dude and he white. Or oh, he, he was uh, yeah. he light skinned, dark skinned, they beat the shit out. They gonna beat your ass regardless. Again, if you if they feel like you're not giving your hands, you're not you're not uh, letting us detain you. But they motherfuckers. But I mean, right? Yeah, they whooped his behind, but it wasn't five of them, and then they wasn't trying to kill him while they were hitting him. Like this guy stood the man up while he was unconscious and was hitting him while he was already knocked out. But they whooped this dude. They beat him in the head too. They beat him in the head, in the head, in the face. Oh, I think the head, face, something. They did the same thing. You know, you're not supposed to be hitting nobody in no head. They got a, they got a black police guy. Uh, he's a former Memphis police officer. I had to see this video. They just, they just, he came out speaking against that. He said they, they're not trained to. He said you're not supposed to be kicking nobody in no head. I had to see that video. He's a former Memphis police when, officer. When I mentioned that, I know we about to go off in a minute, but when I mentioned that about the color, whether he was Will Smith complexion and that, is because you know if you got black people a lot of times we we always seem to have the worst jokes for the darkest of us that are in our group of people like you yeah. know we got light-skinned jokes too right but oh, like, yeah, I agree with you like the worst. we treat ourselves the, the worst you know like the darkest of us seems to be like they seem to feel the most mistreated the darker skinned of us all they seem to yeah. seem the most mistreated or feel the most mistreated Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know you were going with it. Yeah, I feel where you're going with it. Okay. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just think these lowdown motherfuckers <laughs> go talk anybody out. Yeah, I was just focusing on. You know, like again, 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 man. Like, if the dude was high yellow, I just don't see them like about to try to kill the dude. They don't see it. Ain't the same hate there. Like the darker, like they, you can conjure up more hate. But he he lighter, it's harder to whoop his behind is hard. You know, like, I'm just saying in the the mind of a black, self-hating Negro, I'm just thinking that that's how they think. Yeah, I got you. I just, all my thing I was just looking at, I'm just trying to tell people, man, don't, you know, how to, a lot of times, diffuse the situation. That's that's my only thing. You know, that's the only thing I'm really looking at on it. Like I said, I don't, I don't, right now in my life at this point, I don't even deal with the black and white. Not to say I, I don't say it's, it's irrelevant, but I'm not dealing with that. Like I said, that's why I said I just deal with the right and wrong and try to give our people some points now, uh, uh, try to how to avoid certain situations. And that's all the thing I'm focused on. I mean, um, not just saying that somebody's wrong what they're saying. I just let whoever want to deal with the racism deal with that. Hell, I ain't got to. It's enough people who deal with that. I mean, we got to admit that we do mm-hmm. got that in our in our group of people. Like, oh, we yeah. got so hate. Yeah. That's all I just. Oh, yeah. Ain't a lot of people, that, I right? asked somebody one day, I said, do you know what so hatred is? And he said he don't know. 
Damn. And he was black. So I'm saying, like, some Damn. people don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, ask the boule, them light skinned motherfucker. <laughs> and, and mm. <laughs> who who that was started by? The people you said, them light skinned it, skinned it dudes, <laughs> them red bones, like you said. But so so that 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 goes to justify or clarify what you were saying. The light skin, we even get into that. I'm glad Dave ain't here, good boy. That'd have been right up his alley. Oh yeah, one. oh yeah, he'd be going on and on with that one. Yeah, you know, he, that's his subject, the boule. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, you know, I don't know. I don't know. This thing, I don't know what the hell. Like, just, just be careful out here, brother. So that's all we can say. Just try to stay out of the way. Those of us who, you know, as we say, conscious or whatnot, or, or who are aware, man, uh, there's a lot of work to do. Like Al Sharpton and all of them, Ben Crump, them were saying too, though, brother. There's a lot. We got some work to do, brother. It's, it's Dr. King. They even quoted Dr. King. I do. And I like that. And um, the part that Dr. King even said, we got some difficult days ahead of us now. And we surely do. We surely do. The struggle don't end. The struggle don't end. It, it had never ended. It's just like now we just, just started. And even Elijah Muhammad, I mean, uh, uh, Dr. York even had said it. I had to say that Dr. York even told us. As, you know, Elijah Muhammad kept telling us we got white devils, but hell, we got black devils too. So we just always focus on the so-called white devils. But, again, we got black folks who work for the detriment of you as well. That's why, again, you, they be talking about the boule. And look when, when they got started. When did the boule get started? They didn't get started in 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 twenty 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 two year two thousand or even in nineteen seventy one. When they got started, long back way back when. I forgot the date right now, y'all. So this thing here, man, it, it, it was a long way. So um, that's why again, like Dr. King even says, man, we got to judge a person by the content of their character. Judge a person for even Elijah Muhammad said, you got to. Uh, look at the characteristics of a person. And that's what we truly have to do. Start looking at that. And because you can have a black person, black as the ace of spades, be low down as a mother sucker. Right? He look like, you know, he black as on the what? Low down to you as a mother And you sucker. can have the most lightest skin, almost passing for white person mm-hmm. as you can be. They can have the most black mindset and the most love for the black people than the darkest black person that you can find. Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. I ain't light-skinned like that. I'm just saying. Yeah, but hey, it, hey, it is what it is. Truth is truth, man. And oh, oh and one thing, <laughs> I, I think what people forget, and I think one of y'all mentioned that in the beginning of the show, that you go back to what NWA, I think you said this, just you were talking about this. Even you think about what NWA was telling us in a song they had, that the white, I mean, the black cop showing out for the white cop. Y'all, this ain't nothing new. This stuff been going on. Sometimes when you see that, when you got pulled over, you see a black police with a white police, your ass like, oh, shit. Man, let me talk to the white boy. I ain't gonna lie, you see. Man, let me holler at the white boy, man. This black boy, this mother, he'll go on crazy. Yeah, he a pit bull. Yeah. You be won't talk to the white dude. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So now you got I'd rather talk to the German police. shepherd than, the, than yeah. the pit bull. <laughs> now you got like black police riding by they cell, and now look what's happening. Now look what's happening. But we did have a dog whistle. I hope they stomp him out. We did have a dog whistle. Like you said, Justice, the dog whistle was blowed, 
and look what these pit bulls did. Attack. That's what yeah. it was. And, 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 and just because in their subconscious, they knew they was running to catch the dude that got away and that the white dude was going to be the slowest one to catch back up to the scene because he's the biggest, fattest, slowest one of them all. And then by the time he did catch up with them, and then the damage they're going to put on him by the time that he get up there and he can show, they can show out for the white cops. Say, yeah, look what we did, boss. Look what mm-hmm. we did, master. Yes, sir. And just, uh, damn. I did we do a good job, master? Yes, sir. And did I was we do a good job, that, boss? That's right. I'm trying to send it to you, brother, but, oh, yes, there you go. There you go. It wouldn't do it at first. I'm going to send you this article, though. And that same white cop, so-called white cop, He's involved. He was involved in this uh, uh, beating, as is alleged. I better say that now. I forgot. It's a new political thing you have to do in media. As is alleged, that he was involved in the beating of this teenager with the, with with three three of those of the same white officers. I'm finna try to send it to you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I gotta do it. Let me see. Yeah, I'm trying to see the picture. Right. Yeah, he he was involved. He showed a picture. The same white officer was involved. In the beating of this so-called 19-year-old brother I was telling y'all about earlier. I'm trying to find a oh, picture. Yeah. Can't find a picture right now. Let me pull up. But I'll send it to you, though, brother. I'm going to go on and get up ready to get up out of here, brother. Oh, help heal. Yeah, that ain't it. That ain't the name. I thought that was the name right there. I'll send it to you. Hell, it, the picture ain't popping up with it right now. All right, Justin. I appreciate you, brother, man. Uh, again, brother. Yeah, man. Love. Great show, man. Great show. Yeah, and, uh, See you next Friday, Thursday night. Yes, sir. I'm going to uh, yeah, appreciate the reminder. And we're going to try to start doing this uh, on the Thursdays instead of Fridays. Uh, I think it's convenient for, you know, some of us to be ready to I do it. I appreciate so that so much that you're doing that, you know, for me like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so y'all come on and catch us down uh, with Culture Freedom Radio every Thursday night at uh, 7 p.m. Central Time. Just come on in here every Thursday night. And uh, that's where we're going to go live right here on blogtalkradio.com. So come on. That way you can call into the show and chime in. We would like to hear from you and hear your thoughts out there. Every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on Culture Freedom Radio. Uh, Peace to Brother Justice and Brother Dave. Man, and we out of here, y'all. Peace. Thank you, Brother Justice. Peace. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.